author of Hidden History, Crimes and Cover-Ups in American Politics, 1776 to 1963, and Survival of the Richest, Donald Jeffries separates the real from the unreal. Fact from fiction. Fact from fiction. Reverse engineering our manufactured reality. And now, from just outside the swamp-infested Washington, D.C., this is I Protest with Donald Jeffries. And welcome to I Protest. Uh, coming to you, as, as indicated, by just outside the swamp-infested Washington, D.C., our first guest today knows the swamp pretty well. Uh, he's a return visitor. Clay Clark has been on the show before. He's uh, kind enough to take a break from his Reawaken America tour. Clay, it's great to have you back on the show. And how how is the tour going? Is America showing signs of reawakening? Well, I don't know. I know Jimmy Kimmel attacked us with a hit piece last week. I know Washington Post came after us, the BBC, the Associated Press, everybody. So I know that um, the uh, enemy knows we exist. The enemy knows that we, the people, uh, exist. Uh, but I also know right now that the BRICS nations, uh, that's Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, they are making a massive move to de-dollarize the world with the announcement of Saudi Arabia joining the BRICS nations and the announcement of Su- uh, Rishi Sunak, Rishi Sunak, the new uh, prime minister of the United Kingdom, uh, joining the becoming the, the prime with, 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 with Rishi Sunak's announcement of becoming the new prime minister of the United Kingdom. That is not a good thing for the world because Rishi Sunak, Rish, Rishi Sunak's father-in-law, is a man behind uh, the central bank digital currencies, the programmable CBDCs, and oh, uh, yeah. his father-in-law is closely connected to the World Economic Forum. So that's a big wah, wah, wah for, Amer- <laughs> for America and the world with Rishi Sunak becoming the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. Now we're 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 all t- obviously we're all terrified of the prospect of, of digitalized currency, especially if they, which they will, link it up with the Chinese. Uh, uh, style social credit score, in which case you and right. I, you and I would have no money left unless we find, find, find any, uh, some kind of alternative form because they're not going to let us have access to anything if they have control of it. You're correct. And I, I know that your listeners are some of the most awake people on the planet, but I wanted to um, give people just a brief timeline. So we're all on the same page here and please feel free to fact check me here. And I say fact checking, you actually know facts, but I'm just making sure the listeners out there look this up here. Um, America, we have to ask ourselves, you know, why is America financially pros- prosperous? So in the literal, I mean, in, in the spiritual, I believe America chose God and God chose Israel. But in the literal, in the literal, you know, um, we enjoy the status or have enjoyed the status of being having the world's reserve currency since World War II. And uh, so we, we did that, you know, 1945, 46, 47, when the U.S. dollar was strong. 1971, Henry Kissinger says, Richard Nixon, can we talk, sir? Yeah. President Nixon, hey, can we get off the gold standard? So Henry Kissinger convinces this guy, Klaus Schwab, to start the World Economic Forum, and he also convinces Richard Nixon to get off the gold standard. And uh, you go, well, what gives us the dollar value, then, if it's not backed by gold? Well, you know, 1974-ish, the petrodollar was created. Again, per the recommendation of Henry Kissinger, we, we created a weird relationship with, with the Saudi Arabians where we said, hey, we're going to protect you militarily as long as you export your oil to people that we approve of and as long as you only do it in exchange for U.S. dollars. And that's been going pretty strong uh, for a long time. And in 2017, the Bank of International Settlements, which is sort of like the central bank of central banks, they decided to uh, upgrade gold as a tier one asset, uh, meaning that for the first time since uh, World War II, there's been another tier one asset besides the dollar. 
And that began the dun, 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 uh, problem. And so then Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, they began buying up the world's gold, copious amounts of gold, hoarding the world's gold. And they got Venezuela to join them and Iran and Turkey. And people thought, well, that's not that big of a concern. That's only half the world's population. Well, now there's a momentum to it. And now over 70% of the Earth's population has teamed up with BRICS. And uh, now Saudi Arabia has just announced that they are joining BRICS, which means that there's no petro in the word petrodollar anymore. And so America is headed for a rough time as it relates to the value of our dollar. Well, so what, what are you, when, you, when you're doing these tours, which you're still doing, yeah. to, what are you focusing on? You're talking a lot about that. Obviously, you're talking about the midterm elections. Uh, what, what has the, been the focus of the, your latest uh, rallies? Well, on the tours? My, my focus is this, and this is uh, someone can argue with me online about this. This is what I look at. It. This guy here, Klaus Schwab. He has the World Economic Forum and he has his annual meetings at Davos, the World Economic Forum, where he discusses at length the Great Reset plan without censorship. And by the way, you can watch hours and hours on the on the World Economic Forum YouTube channel of these people saying out loud their plan. And guys like Yuval Noah Harari are allowed to speak. And Joe Biden was the keynote speaker in 2016 talking about the Fourth Industrial Revolution. And Prince Charles was the keynote speaker in 2020. And we have our monthly events called The Great Reawakening. So I let people like Mike Lindell and General Flynn and Eric Trump and Don Jr. and Dr. Mikevitz and Bobby Kennedy Jr. expose the truth about election fraud, medical fraud, religious fraud, monetary fraud. Um, and the midterms to me um, are somewhat uh, uh, – I haven't focused on the midterms, nor have I said you, we shouldn't focus on the midterms. I just keep talking about the Great Reset versus the Great Reawakening and letting people share the truth because people haven't heard it before. And uh, so we're doing these events. We're going to do one more event this year in Branson. And I don't tell the speakers what to say, Don, you know. So we've got uh, the, the author of The Creature from Jekyll Island. I have no oh. idea what he's going to say. Oh, he's one of the best out there. G. Edward yeah. Griffin, he, he's 90 years old and going strong. He's been on our show. That's and well, I, that's. That's good. I to know haven't he's told him what to say. I didn't say, hey, you know, say this. Or we've had people like Robert Kiyosaki reach out to be on the tour. Or we've had, you know, Eric Trump, Cash Patel. All I say is you, Mr. Speaker, or Mrs. Speaker, share what you believe to be the most important thing at the time. But I have no idea what they're going to say. And so it's kind of exciting a little bit, you know, because it's kind of like a, a uh, back in the day. If there ever was a, a, a heyday for Saturday for Saturday Night Live, uh, I know a few people that were on that show back in the day, and they said, you know, one of the great things about the show was back in the day, at least, I don't know if that was always true. I don't know if it was ever true, but the theory was is that it was live and it was quasi improv after Lauren Michaels approved certain skits and they would just let it fly. And it was kind of like a stand up comedy event where you never really knew it would happen. And yet yeah, was rehearsed or whatever. But for our events, there's no teleprompters, no censorship. Uh, I don't take on any sponsors and uh, I let people name their price. So it's a financial, it doesn't make any money and it often loses money, but millions of people stream online, thousands show up. And as we head to Branson, Missouri, we now have 41 tickets left for the Mansion Theater on November 4th and 5th. Uh, if you want those tickets, you can go to time2freeamerica.com, time2freeamerica.com. And uh, if you want faster service, you can text the number 918 851 0102. That's my number written on the back of some mail. 918-851-0102. Then we're going to uh, Nashville, Tennessee, where Pastor Greg Locke, the defiant Pastor Greg Locke, who has never shut down his church, he'll be uh, hosting us there. And, and again, I don't know what, you know, I don't ever tell the speakers what to talk about. I don't have a theme to it other than it's the Great Reset 
versus the Great Reawakening. And and uh, this past week, I I think um, it was pretty wild. But this morning, everyone's calling me going, Jimmy Kimmel's talking about the tour. You know, Associated Press. <laughs> we had the BBC. We had NPR. I mean, everybody is now uh, talking about the Reawakened America tour. And I think it's because I don't tell the speakers what to say. And these speakers are just sharing the unfiltered truth. Well, you you got some of your headliners there, and I, I'm glad to see you have G. Ever Griffin because again, he's he's a wonderful guy. And uh, but um, the Trump sons, uh, Mike Lindell, I mean, you know, yeah. they lo- love to make fun of him, and um, General Flint as well. So there, I mean, I can see that that bothering Jimmy Kimmel. So it's nice <laughs> nice that you made that. But uh, what you know, I. I if you don't know me, I mean, I'm a populist, but I I, I end up talking more often to Trump supporters because the majority of people that are awake in this country by far are used to like Trump or still like Trump. Uh, They're from that side. I don't know. I mean, I have people on the left, like Cynthia McKinney, Tulsi Gabbard, uh, Naomi Wolf, some of my friends that have, uh, Naomi Wolf wrote a forward to one of my books that that are awake, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. So is, is, was there any thought of, cause I, you know, I support any of this that is focusing on how, messed up america is right now we are how can anybody argue with that that we do need to reawaken you can argue about the specifics and uh you know i can i can tell you my audience would definitely you know have they're very critical of israel for instance so so there's going to be some differences but we need to we need to build bridges have you have you ever talked to Robert F. Kennedy Jr., for instance, somebody like that? I, I, I he's think been on, he's been on the tour. Yes, he has. Oh, he's, yeah. He's, so there you go. Yeah. Okay, that's and, great. And, yeah. I, and I can say this. His uh, documentary called The Real Anthony Fauci and his book, The Real yeah. Anthony Fauci. Fantastic. Uh, we just interviewed Naomi Wolf. These are people. Yeah. That, anybody who shares the, the unfiltered truth likes me. What I what people who don't like me and who don't like what I'm doing are people that are uh, hunkered down Republican apologetics or hunkered down democratic apologists where it's, it's where they don't like the truth. If it's not in favor of their party status quo. So let me give you an example. We did the reawaken America tour in Tampa and a young lady called me. Boop, 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 boop. Hi, I'm calling on behalf of the Mike Pence event. And we noticed that your event is on the same day as the Mike Pence event. And we wanted to know if you guys would, you know, just kind of, damper it down, maybe move the date, maybe adjust the time so it doesn't conflict with the Mike Pence event. And I'm going, uh, you mean the Mike Pence that certified a fraudulent election and then received some sort of bizarre coin as a result of doing so while C-SPAN got it on camera? And she's like, what? He's a great American. I'm like, uh, because he often sounds like a pastor and knows how to look like one. You're saying that he's a great American. No, he's a great American. I'm like, I, I, I mean, I view him to be a traitor at best. And I, I don't agree with Mike Pence about anything. I thought his response to COVID-19 was ridiculous. And uh, I thought that uh, he advanced the cause of Fauciism. So, eh, oh man, you would have thought, you would have thought I attacked someone's mother, Don, Don, you would have thought I talked spoke poorly about some guy's wife. I mean, man, yeah. the Republican establishment came after me and I'm not going to mention their names because I just feel like right now I haven't been able to talk to these people directly about it. But then the Republican Party calls, and it's like Plan B. They go, this is what they do. This is how it happens. They call. They knock on the door. They do what they do, and they say, Mr. Clark, such and such would like to meet you. Meet you. He's a prominent sponsor within the Republican RNC, and he'd like to fly in in a private jet. They they, they, they throw that out. They, they actually say those words. He'd like to come meet you in Tulsa. He'll fly out in a private jet to meet you. And he'd like to offer his private jet to fly you to your event. And I go, I, I ride in an eight-seat 
used Ford passenger van, and it's cloth interior, and uh, I'm not going to be riding in a private jet with this person. They say, well, why? I said, well, because this person is funding people like Mike Pence. And they can't handle it, Don. And so then they send me celebrity. You know the Republican celebrities? The ones that speak at all the RNC, CPAC events, but never really do anything? They yeah. start sending me these people going, this, per this person needs to speak at your event. And they want to push the shots, Don. Of course. That's what it's all about, isn't it? But, but and I, I like the fact that I like the fact that you're uh you're have you have you had any of the other renegades in the uh any of the renegade doctors, uh Simone Gold, Andrew yeah, Crofton Simone and Gold. Now Simone Gold speaks at virtually every event. I'd say well, I can say 70% of the events, maybe. So she comes to the events, she's great. Uh Simone Gold's great. Uh Dr. McCullough's been there. Yes, Scott McCullough's uh, been on the show, yeah. Uh, we've had uh, Dr. Richard Bartlett on the tour. We've had uh, uh, Dr. Jim Meehan on the tour. The late, great Dr. Zelenko came to every event until okay. he passed. So, I mean, we've I, I try to get, you know, but I'm, I'm not opposed to adding more people. I am the person who chooses all the speakers. And so usually, um, the way, did you play basketball, Don? Did you play basketball? Uh, not, you know, not beyond, uh, you know, the, the kid level. No, not, not organized. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm just giving everybody out that plays basketball. But I, but I play, I played a lot of bad coached basketball too. Okay. Well, you know season. what I'm saying? If you're a great free throw shooter, I mean, if you're like yeah. John Stockton, yeah. Jeff Hornacek caliber, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, you might, uh, Rick Barry, you know, you're shooting like 90%. <laughs> yes. That's how I look at the speakers that I select for the tour. I want to shoot in the high 90s, mid 90s for speaker <laughs> quality. But yeah. I, if, any, if anybody's not a good speaker, like if they speak and someone goes, oh, they're terrible. Who booked this guy? Yeah. It's always my fault. Uh, I don't have a committee. <laughs> I'm the one who signs off on every speaker, uh, good or bad. And so I feel like the event has the flavor that I want. It's It's more of a libertarian ilk. Mm -hmm. And it's all about it, the tr raw truth. And so that's why guys like Jim Brewer, the comedian, have joined us on the tour. And it's oh. because, you yeah. know, they uh, stand for unapologetic, unfiltered truth. Well, you got some big names. How about uh, Scott Jensen, who's been on the show a couple of times? He's a friend. And he's, I understand he's amazingly enough, is supposed to be neck and neck in Minnesota now for governor. He, Dr. Scott? Yeah. He spoke at the Reawaken America Tour Tampa. Um, and then since that time, his schedule has kind of filled itself up. Yeah, right? He that, hasn't yeah. been available, but he's been a, a kind guy to talk to a great yes. source of truth. One of the first people to expose the corruption of the falsely yes. celebrated polymerase chain reaction test, the PCR test used to falsely diagnose uh, someone with being positive of COVID-19 asymptomatic. He exposed yeah. what the corruption of, uh, I've, he, this is wild. He taught, he was one of the first doctors to expose the corruption of the suppression of ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, and budesonide, right. and also the lethality of remdesivir and uh, mitazolam. Remdesivir, by the way, is a drug patented by George Soros in China that causes renal oh, failure, yeah. and mitazolam is a breath suppressant. And Dr. Scott Jensen was on point delivering that message. No, and I believe he was the first one when he uh, – he when the first time he was on my show, it wasn't that long after that, but he, he talked about uh, – he, he got a letter, I guess, from the American AMA or something that first started yeah. – and telling them about, hey, look, you know, you're you're going to put down they died of COVID pretty much regardless, and uh, even if they haven't been tested, so they're very important guys. So I hope he. So there there are some candidates out there like that that I'm really, but but I rooting for. But I and we didn't want to talk much about the midterms, but I'm wondering how because uh, I think somebody. Well, I, did, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you on that. I was the midterms. Yeah. I can talk about. I just I'm not really super informed about each local. Um, right. 
candidate because well, there's 50 states and, and a lot of people would say, let me just give an example. Um, I am not a supporter of Dr. Oz. I, I, I do no. not think that Dr. Oz is a, a conservative. I also wonder if the person he's running against has a sound mind. You know, right. so I don't get into too much into the weeds of all the candidates and all the states. All I can say is you get up there sometimes and you have to choose. Right. And it's like hard left yeah. versus the lesser of two evils. <laughs> you know, old classic lesser of two evils, which seems to be what, uh, I, you know, we've had to pick from most of our lives. But I mean, I, I think a lot of them, my audience certainly feels that way. We uh, I wrote about uh, uh, vote fraud and hidden history. We talked about uh vote scam, which the Collier brothers walked, go back to the 1980s. So we've had this before, and the 2020 election should have made it obvious. But what I'm concerned about with the Republicans, because, and again, I've never been a Republican. I, I was an independent, but I was a long time ago as a Democrat. And I, uh, they're completely dead as a party. I mean, you, I, I, I don't know if you saw, they had, what, 30 or 50, the number varies, the, of the uh, candidates that actually did write a an open letter and it just kind of gently suggested maybe we would throw possible diplomacy in there. We're talking about nuclear war. And then they instantly retracted it, every one of them. So there's no hope there. They're completely insane. Uh, there appear to be some maybe halfway decent Republicans at the very least. They don't, they're, they don't seem like they're lunatics like this, this other side does. Yeah. But I, I, I'm concerned about like, uh, is somebody like a Dr. Oz where there's not much of a, uh, you know, there's not much of a choice there. And again, we have to go into the Donald Trump aspect. There was a good, a black woman candidate there that was a real America first or, and Trump didn't endorse her. What, how is, how is the way we awake in America toward looking at Trump at this point? Cause Trump also still is claiming credit for the vaccines. How do, well, I mean, know. man, I, I, you know, the thing that's uh, so much that you just said, and you, 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 you <laughs> I'm going to try to break down what you just okay. said in the, in, the, in the four parts that I see. Um, one, I don't know if people know this, they should know this, but if you go to time to freeamerica.com forward slash revelation. Okay, so time to freeamerica.com forward slash revelation. When I get a guy like Dr. When I get a guy like Dr. Uh, Bartlett or Dr. Zlinko or, or or a doctor like Dr. Tenpenny on the stage or Mike Abitz, I take notes, okay? Tenpenny, very good. If you yeah. go there and you go to time to freeamerica.com forward slash revelation. The system and method for testing for COVID-19 was patented in 2015. All right. Yeah. So that, that's yeah. a fact. All right. <laughs> the 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 technology for creating a synthetic immune system, whatever that means, that was patented in 2012. All yeah. of the, the, the all of the technologies that exist to connect brains to computers and 5G to mRNA, that technology largely developed by Charles Lieber, the disgraced Harvard scientist who was funded by Jeffrey Epstein. Yep, that Jeffrey Epstein. And Bill Gates, I have any of those 66 patents you can find at time2freeamerica.com forward slash revelation. And a lot of that conversation happened pre-2015, okay? So pre-escalator. So this is how I would handle the whole Trump situation. By the way, I did get a chance to meet with President Trump uh, about two weeks ago. So I just, well, that's full disclosure there. But President Trump pre-escalator, okay, so pre-announcing he's running for president, what was he doing? Uh, building a empire. Of some kind, you know, uh, towers, building physical buildings. If anybody out there that's built the building, you know, I'm building a cabin right now. Okay, so uh, if you ever manage contractors, think about building a hundred hundred story tower or towers or golf courses. Think about all the employees. There's what four thousand employees who work for Trump. Okay, now this is a real thing. I want everyone to know this, Don, and I know this because I've met multiple people that have now worked in the Trump administration. So I've learned this. When Trump was put into the White House, 
there had been almost 50 years of planning the Great Reset that had occurred since 1971, most of which I don't think he was uh, aware of, all right? He gets into the White House. I don't know if people know this, but the, the President of the United States, and someone needs to look this up, the expectation is they're supposed to hire close to 60 people every day for the first two and a half months they're in office to fill up their staff. And so I remember talking to people who close to Trump, and I'm going, how does one, I say people close to, Eric Trump discussed it on my show. And I'm saying, how does one hire 60 people a day every day for 70 days? I mean, that's the expectation. If you were president tomorrow, if you were elected president, or if I was elected president, we're supposed to hire 70 to 60, 60 people a day. So the question is, I mean, I own businesses and we might hire a person a week or two people a week. Could you imagine hiring 60 people a day? And then yeah. the question is, well, where do these people come from? Well, a lot of them are hand-selected and put there by the RNC, the same RNC that thinks that Mike Pence is great. Yeah, I believe that a lot of the advisors around Trump were going, yeah, oh, yeah, Pfizer's great. Yeah, Thermal Fisher, they're awesome. <laughs> you know, Eli Lilly, they're great. Yeah, they're, they're great. You know, Johnson & Johnson, they're awesome. Woo! Yeah, these are, you know, these are trust. So I think that I call it the uniparty is yeah. heavily embedded. And as soon as a candidate gets in there from either party, they're going, wait a minute. And then they do their move. And specifically, think about this. The president of the United States is supposed to hire 60 people a day every day for his first 70 days. So when I met with President Trump, I was at a private event, not Mar-a-Lago. I was there, and there wasn't like a 1,000 people there. And we had a sane conversation. And I met the people close to him, and there's some wonderful people. But the people that are like that next layer, those people are all planted by the RNC, Don. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, that's well. That's and what what I what I wonder about is again that just from the standpoint of Republicans and the people Tucker Carlson and people that are uh, <clears throat> hopeful yeah. that the Republicans will take back at least one house, if not both. I I don't hear much talk about nothing changed from the fraudulent 2020 election that was the fraud was so obvious to everyone. No reforms were made. In fact, I don't know if you heard the Pennsylvania um, uh, governor or the legislature. Just to said they're going to the Supreme Court ruled that very accurately that you should not allow mail-in ballots that aren't dated, and they just said they're not going to pay attention to it. So it looks like the same thing's going to happen again. And I think we're primed for both sides, and neither side is going to accept the results of this. Do you do you think there's going to because I I think both sides are going to say it's fraud. Well, okay, and I want to introduce people to this guy. Okay, this guy's name is Yuval. Noah Harari. Yes. yes. Yuval Noah Harari is praised by Obama, Zuckerberg, and Gates. And I want people to understand this for a second, okay? I'm a Christian, and I've met some of the biggest pastors in America over the past several years, okay? And I want to tell you something about these people. Not all pastors. I'm just telling you about pastors I've met. A lot of them, Don, don't have any idea what they're talking about ever. I'm serious. <laughs> yeah. And they go, do you want a selfie? Do you want to get a photo? No, I don't want a photo. I want you to understand that the book of Daniel, mixing the miry clay with the iron, that is happening right now with the transhumanism agenda. I also want you to know that the Euphrates River is drying up. That's that's in the book of Revelation. I want you to understand that Bill Gates has a patent for a cryptocurrency that goes inside the human body with a patent number W020206060606. And they do not 
know what is going on. These pastors, a lot of them are, are just out of their minds. They don't read the Bible. They're completely woke. What am I saying? What I'm saying is I meet these people, and, I'm, and I, I recognize we're all not perfect. We have God, and then there's us. I think a lot of people, a lot of people, they think that, oh, wow, oh, wow, there's a Republican. Ah, we can trust them. Or, wow, this is, you know, strong rhetoric by Rand Paul. We can trust him. Ah, I don't think people get up. So I, I can tell you a few people that I've seen in the political world that I think are focused on actually changing things. And maybe some of your listeners might disagree, but these are just two. Um, I think Josh Hawley from Missouri, he says enough things that are counter the narrative, and he just is is seems to be an unap unapologetic lover of Christ. He impresses me. Mark Robinson, Lieutenant Governor. Uh, I see uh, um, Jim Jordan. That's just a handful. Yeah. But I see a lot of other people that just say Republican-sounding things. So anyway, you've all yeah. know Harari, this guy. He is sort of revered as like the pastor of the deep state. They actually call him the prophet. He's praised by Obama, Zuckerberg, and Gates. He was on James Corden last night. You know what he said on James Corden last night? <laughs> I don't know. On James Corden. Last night, this is we're talking mainstream TV, mm -hmm. and he actually said these words out loud. I'm going to play this to you, and I think this is going to blow someone's mind. So, folks, listen to what he said out loud on James Corden last night. This is Yuval Noah Harari. There is a chance. It's not a big chance, but there is a chance that the, the next presidential election would be the last democratic election in U.S. history. <laughs> That's what he just said. And, and what's what's saying, the context there? <laughs> saying this out loud. Yeah. Other things this guy says out loud. This is the top advisor. Again, top advisor. Listen, listen, he's talking to the head of the IMF. Listen to this. This will blow someone's and mind. The amazing thing about it, it's only in our head. Here we go. Listen to this. The nature of money is going to change quite dramatically. The old systems of uh, of trust and of ownership uh, will have to adapt radically. It will it will demand a lot of changes in many fields. Uh, the most obvious is is the legal field. The idea that we punish yeah. people for making bad choices that's that should be out. Meat is one of the biggest sources of air pollution and water pollution around the world. Now, if you tell the, these people, no, you can't eat meat because it ruins the environment, they won't accept. But there is new technologies that you can produce meat just by growing it in cells. It's called cultured meat or clean meat. And it is much more ecological. It's also much more ethical because you don't, if you want a hamburger, you don't need to raise a cow and then kill the cow to have an hamburger. You just grow the hamburger. What does a world look like when it is dominated by super intelligent but non-conscious algorithms? Sapiens, and it's written by Professor Yuval Noah Harari. Um, and I, I found the book because it was recommended on a book list by uh, Bill Gates and later Barack Obama as one of the most influential books that both of them had read within the last 10 years. So if it was good enough for them. That's who's leading the way. This is their top <laughs> advisor. Yeah, boy, that's fun. Isn't he, he, I believe he's the guy that also, they, they came out with a clip. They claim it was taken out of context. I've been able to find, unable to find the unedited video where he 
basically said they they were they were going to succeed in their goal when 2017 or something was to cut the world's population by 50 percent or something like that um well, I, I think it was him that said that um there is a clip that you're referencing i believe that was taken i do know i, I if i were again there's a lot of clips but it, it, the um the head of pfizer um made statements that were edited together to make it seem as though. Okay. Whole- I thought it was a body. Yeah. Okay. So, I, you, Yuval, so you've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. But you've all, I'm telling you, this guy, he wrote a book called homo deus turning, upgrading humans into gods. He has full length interviews. If anyone goes to YouTube right now and type in Yuval Noah Harari, if you're looking for a bad time, if you're wanting to ruin a date, you know, uh, <laughs> just go to type in Yuval Noah Harari. This guy puts out, like he's put out a one hour interview. You know, uh, one month ago, he put out a he does like he usually does about two to three big interviews a month. And he will just openly talk about the Great Reset with no uh, no holds barred, doesn't hold anything back, lets you know he wants to upgrade humans into gods. He wants to ban marriage. He wants to ban the eating of meat. He wants to get rid of money. I mean, these are things he says out loud. Yeah, no, it's it, 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 it's obviously he's a. These people and finally seeing these people, whether it's Klaus Schwab or this guy right. Baldy or some of these incredibly creepy people, right? That we see frightening to, to, to during this narrative. So I, I'm hoping, uh, you know, that uh, again, I think there are some some decent people that that are, are trying to run through the Republican Party term. But you as you mentioned the RNC and the establishment candidates, they're going to fight back with oh. all their. This is for I've control. I've met these people this year. I never wanted to meet these people. I met these people. Uh, I met these people in 2007, by the way, when I won an entrepreneur award. It was Small Business Administration's Entrepreneur of the Year Award. And I met a lot of these elected officials who are Republicans because they mm-hmm. like to take credit for your success and take a photo. Like, you know, I, I did it. You know, I did it. We did it. We did it. I'm like, yeah. no, no, no. If you would go away and deregulate the economy, I would do better. But anyway, these people, and I met them, and I'm telling you, I met Tom Coburn. Only elected official that I met that I went to DC that I wasn't embarrassed to meet. All the other representatives from Oklahoma were out of their minds, have no concept of balancing a budget, and think it's almost unethical to even bring up the idea of balancing a budget. Yeah, that's no, it's, 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 I'm, I'm getting echo somehow. For some, are you hearing echo on your side? It, it kind of sounds biblical, though. You know what I mean? It kind of has that biblical to it. I don't know why I'm hearing. Are you hearing Are you echo, Clay? I'm really echo, but it's not biblical. Okay, <laughs> that must <laughs> be it. Well, well you're just, I, know, I know you've got to run out there half an hour anyhow, but I, uh, I appreciate you coming on. Fascinating stuff. I wish you luck with the Reawaken American Tour. Anything, anything you want to promote or give out links so people can help or talk or uh, how they can contact you. We're going with the biblical voice theme, Don. I'll keep it going here. So, everybody, go to time, 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 time to free America. Time to free America. You can name your price and get your ticket. See, Eric, why couldn't you? No, no, no. It's a time freeamerica.com. Thank you, Clay. I appreciate you joining us uh, and, and good luck good to you. And uh, we'll, we'll hope for the best. <laughs> Take care. Okay. I got, I got Gary McBride goes, okay. I'm here. I'm still hearing you. Tony, why am I hearing uh, echo here? I don't know if Tony's around. That's very distracting. It's weird. It only happened uh, near the end here. Okay, I'm going to add Gary McBride to the stream here. Gary, how are you doing? 
Gary McBride here. Can you hear me okay? Gary, can you hear me? Okay, can I? I can't hear you. Can you talk, Gary? No, I can't hear you. Tony, if you're out there, help. I have. I have bad. Somehow, I have really, really bad feedback on my end. And I can't hear Gary. I'm not sure what happened here, because it was it was fine right until the end of Clay Clark's interview, and then uh, as uh, Doug Waters is saying, Schwab is mocking you, hacking you, or mocking me, one of the two. <laughs> I'm not sure what's going on here. But if Tony, you can help me see. Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. Okay. You know what helps? What? When you click the button. Okay, <laughs> but I, I yeah, still I hear still feedback from me. I don't know. Can you hear feedback when I when I talk to you? Are you hearing a double feedback, uh, Gary? Okay, now Gary's video is frozen. Okay, I'm not sure what's happening here. Tony, I need technical assistance. Okay, now 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 Gary's feedback. His video is not frozen, but his uh, audio. I don't hear him. I don't hear you. How about Gary. now? Can you hear me? Okay, now I hear you. Okay, Gary McBride, welcome to the show. Okay. M M5 News. I admire you very much. And boy, this feedback is distracting me. I, I'm hearing everything I'm saying coming back at me. Um, I'm not sure why you would be, Don. Okay, just, just everything seems good on my end. Um, maybe if we yeah, take you out of the stream and put you back in real quick. Yeah, try that. Okay, okay. You, you, you want to do the same yeah, with me as well? Yeah, let's do or, the same thing. Yeah, okay. okay. All right, try How that. Now? Okay. Uh, okay, yeah, I don't feel, I don't hear the feedback. Thanks, Tony. I appreciate it. You Thank you, it. Tony. Can okay, you hear me? Gary. Yeah, we can, I can hear you, Tony. I can hear you, Gary. Okay, good. Okay, All now right. we'll try again. So, folks, sorry for the technical glitches, but it wouldn't be I protested at this kind of fun. So, uh, Gary McBride, M5 social. News, friend of the show. Uh, I wanted you to come back to talk more about what you're doing uh, because uh, I heard, uh, you know, the, the unfortunate uh, recent thing you've had to, you've already had your marriage break up uh, with your family and everything. And uh, you're, you're doing sacrificing so much for the truth here. Tell us what's new with you and the unfortunate circumstances regarding your uh, home. Well, it'll be Tuesday. They get to auction it off. So we'll find out how long I have as far as getting evicted you know, it's usually three to 30 days. If they say three, I'll barter with that or they'll just have to take the next step, I guess, until I get out of here. But I got a lot of crap to pack. But, you know, it was uh, I knew it was coming. Uh, um, so, I mean, it is what it is. Um, I just keep pushing forward. I, it's not going to stop me. <laughs> But why did it, do you think this, it, it, I, I can't help but think it was related in some way to what you've been doing? Well, it, it absolutely has with everything because, you know, you know, when we had our companies, we had two companies and during the lockdown, we lost those companies. So my oil and gas company, I had to sell in order to make ends meet. Well, that doesn't last very long, you know, so... I mean, I'm not on anybody's, I'm not contracted or on anybody's payroll. Um, so when you can't make payments, this is what happens. But, 
I knew it was coming. Is it my fault? Sure. But I wasn't going to stop what I was doing. I was too vested into, um, if I was to stop doing what I'm doing to go get a job and say, heck with what I'm doing now, Mm -hmm. there's no way I could have done that with what I know. There's absolutely no way I could have stopped doing and be somewhere working eight hours with that in the back of my head, thinking what I could be doing, because this is more important than anything that I've ever done. Um, Absolutely anything that I've ever done. It doesn't matter. Well, well, you're you're, you're making, I mean, I I hate to see, and I I realize that, you know, and and that's the thing we're probably say you're technically, I guess, it would be your own fault because you can't make the payments, but you know, you lost your business because of this other yeah. people, if they didn't own businesses, they would have been fired perhaps. I mean, one of the stories I tell all the time and I'll be talking about it. Yeah, people say, well, why don't you just go get a job? Well, that's not that yeah. easy to just go get a job. And then knowing in the back of no. my mind, what I'm not able to do what I'm doing now with finding videos, because right. there's, I, when I say there's absolutely no way I could have gotten, I could have gotten a job, but I'm not going to, because this is more important to me. And I would have been a crappy employee anywhere I would have gone to because my mind would have been, I'd have either been hiding somewhere on my phone looking for videos or sitting in a bathroom stall acting like I'm doing something else, you know, but. Well, and and, and probably once, once they found out what you're doing too, you probably, I don't know, that might've, they might've canceled you anyhow, but I mean, it's, it's. True. It's it's, sh- it's shameful that uh, you know. First of all, the, the job market is not what it is, and I, I talk about that all the time. And I hear from people all the time that tell me uh, these help wanted signs. There, you go there. There's re- they're not really hiring. They tell you to apply, and the fifteen dollars an hour, eighteen dollars an hour bonuses. It's all BS. Uh, they, when you get there, they 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 don't do that. So the market is not what it is. But for somebody like you, and if I tried to enter the job market, goodness knows for me. Uh, if you have any kind of a uh, presence out there that they can see what you're doing and they find out you, you know, you're speaking out on behalf of the J six prisoners. You're trying to do research, analyzing the film uh, video that day, you're not going to be employable. And I compare it, like I said, you know, people can say those things like uh, Marguerite Oswald, Lee Harvey Oswald's mother was treated unfairly. It's still treated unfairly by everyone yeah. because uh, she, uh, wanted to they claimed she was a money grubber and stuff bob schieffer cbs smeared her as that and that became the uh the label she had to wear but she had to sell his memorabilia and sell her autograph and stuff because she was fired immediately after the assassination and she was an elderly woman that was unemployable so what was she supposed to do for money so that's the situation you find yourself in and, and they smear you well you don't have the you money know, well yeah Talking about family and that's, and my family understands when I say my family, I don't mean my ex-wife, you know, or anything like that, but my boys, but you know, my mom and my sister and all them, they, they know why I don't communicate with them much anymore because that's in the back of my mind, what would happen to them, you know, um, when they, you know, I just, I just don't want them involved in anything because they have no clue what's going on. They do, but you know what I mean? I just don't want them involved with, anything that doesn't need to just because they're my parents or my sister or anything like that has nothing to do with what I'm doing, you know? So that's always in the back of my mind. Something good did come out of it though today. I'll try to get it out. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, I haven't talked to my dad in over five years, maybe six. And he reached out today. Oh, that's, Um, that's good news. So that's, that was huge. Yeah, well, that's great. That's 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 wonderful yeah. that happened for you. And I, I know this is obviously at a 
this is what you're going through is an emotional thing because you, you put yourself on the line there and uh, it's, man, it's, and I know you have faith and you got to have faith or something like this because you. you're obviously not doing it for money. In fact, you're, you're losing it. So what, what can, can and I, you know, I, I think Chris Graves is going to be joining us too. If he's in the chat room, Chris, uh, you should have gotten a link. Cause I, I know he wanted Chris to join. Yeah. Well, and yeah, we want him on and he's, uh, he's, he was going to give us a live report from sunset Boulevard. He's out in Hollywood. He's not in the Harley, Hollywood truck. I'm, so, I'm so proud of Chris and happy for what he's doing. Yeah, me too. He's, it's amazing. He's, he's doing great work. And, but I mean, all you guys, obviously there's no money in this. And I know Chris would love for people to help him out on uh, PayPal or cash app or whatever. But I, I think, you know, I want you to give out how people can help you because, you know, here you're, you know, you're losing your house. You're doing this work. They don't pay you to do it. So uh, what, what can people, is there a way for people to contribute to try to help you? Yeah, you go to my website and it's when you go to my website, it's right there. My Give Sin Go account. You, you can't miss it. It's um it's givesingo.com and then backlash the uh, M5 News. But if you go to my website, which is um m5newsgate.com, m the number five newsgate.com, you'll be able to see where you can donate and then go to the Rumble page and see the videos or YouTube. I made it easy because I can't ever remember anything. <laughs> Twitter account, Rumble, you know, and all those. So I just made it easy for everybody to just go to the website and click on what they want to see or well, read about. It's it's definitely a worthy cause because he's he's uh, he's doing uh, good work out there. He's not getting re real journalism, which we know we don't we don't have anywhere in the, in the professional ranks. And I, I see Chris is attempting to. I can't let him in the stream though because it says your devices are not connected, Chris. So hopefully you. Uh, you will uh, you jump on. I see Vince, Vince Agnelli was in the chat room. I don't know if Lisa's out there. And Lisa's a huge fan of yours, as you know, Gary. Lisa yeah, Belanger. Lisa and I and Chris and Six. Prisoner Six, yep. So absolutely. much together that, again, we've got that little docuseries coming out um, that's going to be huge. Yeah. So I, I won't say, say who's to blame on that, but yeah. it's probably me. Well, look, 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 I, I, I show you guys. Well, no, you, it, it's hard, to, you know, when you don't have, you know, you got to concentrate on bigger things like where you're going to live and everything. So uh, I certainly hope people help. Um, and YouTube, we're back uh, live streaming on YouTube. So after, right. one, oh, after one week gone, they let me back. So we'll have to delete this video instantly after it's done. It's the only hope I have. Uh, but <laughs> at least you can watch it. Uh, so Chris Buckin, uh, Doug Waters, Carolyn Boyce, unfortunately, you know, our first guest, Clay Clark, and I understand he's, you know, some people leave over. Like, I, I, he's trying to reawaken America, and I think that's a good thing. I, I you know, I take people face value. I try to get, uh, we need to have all the help we can get. We need to form alliances. So, Carolyn Boyce, I hope you ended up uh, staying. Doug Waters, good to see you. Bernays Sauce, okay, that's just there. We'll go over to the chapter. And Raid, we'll go over in the uh, lockdown after that. But, yeah, so... Uh, what 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 has happened? Is there anything new on the? I, I read um, today. I was reading. It's another. It's just nothing but one sad story after another about the the J six people connected to J six. There was like a Capitol police officer that ended up being uh, sentenced. He was convicted of uh, aiding and abetting or something. Just he simply he he warned his friend or something. Hey, you know, oh, yeah. don't go in there. They're going to be and they prosecuted him for. It. Do you know anything about that? I was reading that today. It's just, it's, it's insane. You know what? I remember hearing about that a while back and, and honestly forgot about it, to be, tell you the truth. Um, you know, 
that's the person that we need to talk to. You know, what else does he have to tell? Because yeah, I mean, it's if he didn't tell anything, I mean, he should if if he knew anything else. But it's kind of what I'm looking for now is trying to find these. We, we, we've heard that there's a lot of officers that have been fired. Um, if that's the case, I would think they would be wanting to talk. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe there's a fear in the back of their mind that something might happen to them. That's a possibility. So yeah, well, there's got to be somebody guy, out there that really wants to talk. I would hope so, because there, there's, uh, you, know, there, you know, this guy, I don't know what his sentence is going to be, but geez, I mean, there's, they're, they're throwing out these, you know, six, seven, eight year sentences for nothing to well, these people. You know, so it's, and it's, I mean, I know of two people now that the FBI raided just because, and they weren't even there on January 6th. It's because of what they posted on social media that have the FBI rate them. Oh, it's, you know? that's why, you know, it's, it's, it's so the insanity, the level of insanity is, is beyond belief. And uh, the, this, this tyranny, and that's why I want to focus so much on J six, because it's uh, it's what they're doing is they are trying to lump everybody together with this. And I don't know what they're planning for the election. Cause again, I don't have any confidence that they're going to count the votes, honestly. And they may, I think they may throw a crumb and they, I've said a long time, they may want to keep this two party uh, farce going on. So they may throw the Republicans, let them win the house or something. Maybe one of the, of the, of the uh, houses, I don't know, but, but regardless, they're, if, if the Republicans, I mean, it's not, they're not going to say anything because either way, whatever side is going to claim it was rigged, probably, especially if the Democrats somehow lose both houses. Of course, they're going to claim it was rigged. Donald Trump cheated or whatever, but uh, nothing will be done then. But if the Democrats win both houses and the Republicans do, you know, the Republicans are going to rightfully, you know, allege fraud. So uh, I foresee that may, they may end up prosecuting anybody that does that election. Day. Okay. I see Chris is here now. Let's see. My, my concern too is, and it's in the back of my mind that what if the election is stolen? What, what if is, if something happens again, like it is, is anybody at all going to stand up and say anything about it? Is anybody going to go to the Capitol, say anything about it? Absolutely not. Because of the fear everybody's dead. Of course, and I can't, I can't, I can't really blame him. We have, we have Chris, 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 how you doing, Chris? Can you hear us? Yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm trying to avoid the uh, guys, uh, you know, relieving themselves in the alleyways on either side. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing feedback again. Uh, hold on, this is. Let me try. Gary, talk for a second because I was yeah, saying feedback. Hey, Chris, are you having problems hearing us? We got an echo from you, bud. These are problems in general. Hold on a second. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because I was here. Okay. I was here. Yeah, I don't. No, I hear a little echo on my end again. Dang it. <laughs> it, might, it might be a Chris. We let him. There we go. Brad screaming in the background. Here. Um, what was it? Uh, Did we lose Don? No, no. no are you there? Be back. No, I'm, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah I'm here. Okay, I can hear. Because I'm hearing the echo again, Chris. Let me hold. On, let me remove you for a second. I'm going to bring you back in. Hold on a second. Okay, first without Chris. Okay, he's out of the stream. Uh, do I, Gary? Talk now. Yeah. Can you hear me? All right. There's still a little bit of an echo. Okay. So I don't hear it much like it was. 
you know, it's not as bad, but Tony, if you're around, because I, I don't think I can take, oh, maybe I can take my, I can take myself out. Let me try something. I'm going to take myself out and bring it back. Hold on. Okay. We love you, Don. Don't take yourself out. He's going to come back. He's going to, he, he can't be taken out now. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm back I, now, I, think. I think I'm back. Oh, no, man. No, hold on a second. I got I'm you. Not... I hear you, Don. I see you. Oh, you can hear me. I hear you. Okay, that got rid of my echo. Okay, go okay. ahead, Chris. Talk cross talk now, Chris. Hey, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, okay, that was better because apparently had to take me out and bring me back. Okay, that's cool. Well, good to see you, Chris. We're we're having our roving reporter, Chris Grave, live on the scene. Uh, I don't know, somewhere near Sunset Boulevard, or where, where are you at? In the heart of Hollywood or something? No, right now I'm actually in Arcadia, California, which is uh, you know a little bit away from Hollywood Boulevard and Sunset. But uh, I'll be going back up there later to deliver to a lot of rich people that don't tip. <laughs> you would no, think people in Pasadena, actually, uh, they, they tip pretty well. But people in Malibu and, uh, you know, Beverly Hills, they like to they like to hold on to that that purse. You know what I mean? That was uh... Well, you know that was uh, one of the one of the main themes in survival of the richest. You know, there's 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 it's an old thing about the you know the richer people are the more they they hang on to their pennies and man they unfortunately that seems to be true far too often. There's so much so much uh, good that can be done and with that wealth and they can't even tip uh, you know a DoorDash right, which is absolutely ridiculous. But it is Bill Bill Gates is is known by the way is is one of the most notorious cheaters in the world. They used uh, tip uh, cheap tape tippers in the world. They used to have a, a website, Chris probably heard about it, uh, called bitterwaitress.com. It was great. Yeah. I, I used to love that because they because they talk about the celebrities and they, you know, they talk about basketball player Scotty Pippen and how his nickname was Scotty No Tippin Pippen. And how these, <laughs> these multi-millionaires would come in and ring up, you know, hundreds, hundreds of dollars in bills, demanding service and everything, the Barbara Streisands, people like that, and then give little or no tip. And uh, it's fascinating. Whereas my boy Johnny Depp, well, before he went nuts, was known as the best tipper in Hollywood, just just on there. So that's just an aside. But uh, so allegedly, uh, are, I've heard that Michael Jordan and Larry Bird were pretty stingy too. Oh, well, I don't, I don't. I've, I've heard, heard that from uh, many different. Yeah, just oh, draw on your Jordan. hand the same tattoo Jesse James has. It says, "Pay up, sucker." So when you're there, just put your hand out. Yeah, well, it's it's, and that's why I love, you know, it's, you know, the struggles that, and you know, Gary, I I hope you don't go through too many financial struggles, but obviously you're going to be struggling. At least I, I think we're all going to be experiencing this pretty soon because we're 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 really things are especially if they if they go to the uh, digitalized currency, uh, we're all going to be in the same boat. Because I'm not going to have access to any money I have because they're going to look and say, oh, God, your your social credit scores, uh, we can't even calculate it. It's, it's, it's so yeah. low. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know. In the ground is six feet. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, it's, it's uh, you know, this this is this is this is the sad situation. So tell us, you you out, before we get back to Gary, and I know you might have some questions for him too, but you're out there, you're 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 gallivanting around California. You got to stay with stay with uh, our friend Steve Cameron. How is that? What what's Steve like in person? Is he as dashing and charming in person <laughs> as he is uh, on air? <laughs> yeah, he, uh, Steve is. Uh, I consider him a pretty, a very very uh, good friend. Uh, 
Yeah, he was very accommodating, and uh, yeah, I I uh, thank him very much for that because uh, yeah, I'll say so. Trying to you know live you know get something accomplished or live out a dream, especially in La La Land here, it's very very difficult. But uh, I've come to a point in my life where you know I got to put up or shut up. I feel like, and uh, you know, I've been trying to repair some things from the past and uh, relationships and things like that. Um, it's going to take me, uh, I'm probably going to have to go through a whole bunch of pain to get to that, but you know, that's, I guess that's what, uh, I've learned that life is a series of, uh, painful moments to get to some of those, uh, hopefully some of those moments that are, uh, are, are filled with, you know, a, a feeling of accomplishment, you know, and that's, you know, you gotta keep hope alive that's why everybody quit yeah. when they face struggles. All right. Yeah, well, we know we're all rooting for you. You know that, Chris and uh, Riley in the chat. Riley's back. Good to see you, Riley. As I'm looking over at my supermodel dog, Riley, who's laying in front of me, looking pretty and doing nothing else. But uh, uh, Riley says that the U.S. the USPS will take you. We have a couple guy, old guys, and a dude going through a midlife crisis. Wife of 30 years just left him. Um, I don't know if that's true, but you might. He's he saying the USPS will take you. The post the post office. I don't know. Well, I, I could mail my. I, I will look into it. Yeah, well, I think I, I don't know if that. I'm not sure if that was for you or. Uh, or or Gary, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure it was. So, but Raleigh's giving us employment advice. Um, Stephanie Green. Anyway, one more thing: people are hurting, and I can tell because it seemed like there was a lot of middle class types that I personally, and I, this might sound like a joke, and it's not. I was delivering near downtown LA and I saw a lot of homeless folks and I'm pretty much homeless at the point at the moment myself, except I have a rental car, go figure. But a lot of those folks didn't seem like they were like homeless for very long. So you hear those stories that Don would talk about where people are fecalating in the street. I personally had witnessed uh, quite a few uh, and one even asked me if I had toilet paper no joke. <laughs> and I had to get out of there pretty quickly. But uh, That's a, that but puts what, a damper on vacations. I, I'm, damn, that's right. I hate to joke about it, but you can't help but joke about it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, at this point, pretty much figured I'll probably never end up leaving here ever again because I made that mistake about a decade ago. But that's a long, torturous story. But going back to Gary, what Gary's doing is very, very important. And it's very disheartening to hear what's happening with his situation. And I hope that uh, it gets much better for, for Gary down the line here. Well, we all it do. Will. I, I can't get no further down than I am right now. You know, and <laughs> so it's only up here. here. They're not going to stop me. They're not going to, there's yeah. only one way to stop me and that's it. But you're not going to well, stop you, me. Well, you've already, you know, you, you've already, you're already committed to this to the extent that you've already lost a lot. And so, that's just, know, that's it right there. Yeah. Why would I even stop after losing everything? That would be stupid, you know, and yeah. then second guessing myself because I've never second guessed myself from anything that I've ever, ever have done uh, in any business dealings that I've done with, um, you know, I've, I don't jump into anything and just thinking it's going to be this way or that way. I do take a lot of time to process it, think about it, pray about it most of all. And uh, when I know, I know, then I'm going to go four bore into it, you know, and I'm not going to be stopped. 
Well, it's, 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 you know, the truth, we have to believe the truth will win out. Doug Waters says Steve Cameron is great. He certainly is. And Chris Buckhunt, I, he says, I need to get Kanye on her. I would love to have Kanye, my new hero, the world, the world's uh, foremost white nationalist, Kanye West at this point. I'd love to have him on, but uh, yeah. John Blassing game. Good, good to uh, see you here. He says, uh, John, Bla- uh, sorry, Bassigalone. He says, go learn HVAC is always needed. You have to jump your ass off. Have to hump your ass off. Okay. I, again, I don't know if we, which which one of these guys he's talking to. but uh, Well, I so, come from oil and gas, so I know how to yeah, hump my there ass you go. for sure. If you want there to you that. go. There you go. So, so Chris, Chris, exactly where are you? You have a scenic drop back there. You say you're in uh, Arcadia? Oh, Chris. Chris can you- yeah, I think he did say Arcadia, though, but it looks like he locked up. Okay, Chris locked up. Okay, well, we'll get back. Let's know when you're back. But uh, so, Gary, what any uh, what what's or is there any new updates and uh, anything you've heard? From, first of all, we, I'm still trying to get uh, Ro- Roseanne Boylan's sister on. Do you ever? I, I never heard from her. Did you ever hear back from her about trying to get on the show? No, you know what? And I'm going to try to get out uh, get a hold of her again for some stuff I'm fixing to do. So I'll, I will. Uh, I'd really love to make sure to, to get this. You know, get her. Yeah, because he's she, she's uh, she's you know it's it was great to have uh, Mickey on you know, yeah. to, to for to talk about uh, Ashley Babbin, but at least Ashley Babbin's been talked about on Tucker Carlson. Lots of people talk about her, but Roseanne yeah. Boylan is not. And I think again, I think I credit you. I think you're the one that put. Uh, I never heard of her, of her until you started talking about it. So uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a shame. But you know what? Maybe they will when I come out with it. The- another video we'll get that ball rolling again because there's a lot more that's uh a lot more that's fixing to come out that i've got yeah can you can you see i've had it it released before but it's it's um more video to add to it to show truth yeah well there's there's a a, on the screen for there's a comment from chris buck and it says a man who's lost everything has nothing left to lose you're a dangerous man at this point to them gary because uh, you know, they, you, you've lost everything because of this, really. I mean, what do you know? You it, it, so you're you you only have the truth to go after right now. You know, people that maybe are scared they're gonna lose something, but once they do, uh, what's there know, left you, to you, take? Right, and so you, you <laughs> so truth, this is that's you know, not all that's left to take from me is the truth. So right, here it comes. they can't they can't do that, or they shouldn't be able to do that. Um, no, but so is but there any what? Are there any updates in uh, uh, because the, the, the any new information, any new things you, that you've discovered since? We, of course, we and I want people to check out. I guess it was two issues ago where I inter- I interviewed you, and as a, a, a big interview appeared in American Free Press, where uh, that uh, you know gives out all the information and stuff Gary's been doing. And I urge that was a great article. Well, it, it was it was mostly you, but yeah. Yeah, it was, and it was, uh, but you know, again, you. I hope you, you know, you start getting some uh, recognition because you're, you know, again, I, I admire real journalists. That's why I love to have people like you on the show because uh, this is, you know, it shouldn't be somebody like you that has to, you know, maybe lose their house in the process, wife leave them all that just because you're doing the job that there should be hundreds of journalists all across the country that are working on these stories. They should be competing yeah. in the supposed marketplace, and they should be. Uh, they should all be wondering, you know, uh, what happened to the cop that shot, why nothing happened to the cop that shot Ashley Babbitt. They should all be asking about Roseanne Boylan and uh, also the people. I was at, uh, 
what's the police officer that you folk fan going? Is it fan going and that you did talk Fanon, about a lot? Fan Owen, yeah. Didn't they just um I think they uh sentenced somebody to I think seven years or something, wasn't that this week that supposedly grabbed grabbed the wrist of an officer? Something ridiculous. A seven year sentence. What what do you know that what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, that was Kyle Young. Yes, Kyle um, who was sentenced. Um, they dropped all the charges other than him grabbing Fanon's wrist. And he got uh, just over seven years for that. Now, the video that I just released, um, I decided to go ahead and release it um, not long ago, maybe a week or so ago, I guess, maybe a little over a week ago. Um, that completely shows the this this complete lie the only true thing that Fanon talks about and brings up in anything is I've got kids that's the only truth to his story is that he said I've got kids that's it he never did you you never hear shooting with his own gun you never hear yeah. any of that and the big problem with that is the officer that really took a beating was officer B.A. Miller, who was drugged down head first down the steps and you see being hit with a flag and a flagpole. And they have put that video and that image of B.A. Miller face down on the steps being drugged head first. They've tagged that with Fanon from the very beginning. Fanon knows that's not him. DOJ knows that's not him. The FBI, the prosecutors, even the judges, if they're doing their job, they know that's not Fanon. But he's yeah. been lying on the stand. He's lied in front of the J6 committee this whole time. And he could have come clean from the get-go in July when he, and, when he and those other three officers were in front of the J6 committee. He could have come clean right then and there and said, that's not me, guys. That's another officer, even if he doesn't know who it is. And so that video came out, um, I think it was just over a week ago. And... It, it'll show you. I mean, it's uh, even the day I was the day I was fixing to release that video. I was looking for one thing to add to it that I had seen before. And I came across something new. And it was what the J6 committee presented to the public in their video. And what they did is they they didn't show what happened one second before they started showing what they wanted us to see. Um, and it's where Michael Fanon has is he opens his eyes and he looks around and. They don't show that part. They show right after that. And so it goes back to what I always say. I'm not going to show you what I want you to see. I'm going to show you what they don't want you to see. And that's what this video does. It it shows everything pretty much from his body camera, exactly what happened and what he does. Trying to turn off his camera, can't get it turned off. Uh, it, there's yeah. a lot to it. And there's no, something big to it also that I haven't come out with yet as well that has to do with some things that were said when he wakes up and, and all that stuff as well. So, well, your work is great. Uh, John one, four, nine. Thanks for the kind words, Jason Barker, Stephanie green, Rhonda Tate, uh, Raybo ghosted, uh, a lot of familiar names, Vince Agnelli, of course. Uh, Vince says, does Chris have the stream yard in one of the chat pages open at the same time? I don't know. Well, Chris, you're back now, right? Can you hear us? I'm back, baby. Okay, Chris, Chris is sound, well, it sounds like you're making like a uh, or a, a uh, you know a, a, a part two out there or something. Lori Light is there. Uh, let's see who else? Riley, of course. 
Uh, okay, I'm see if I'm missing anybody, but I'm looking for questions. Go ahead. And everything and peeking around. I'm sorry. What? What do you personally think about him opening his eyes and peeking around? Who opening his eyes and peeking around? Oh, peeking open his. Oh, 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 oh you're talking about. Oh, yeah. I, I was just amazed at just how how this guy misrepresented everything. And he, you know, he's, he's turned into a great victim. You know, as so many people are in a society, they learn how to play the victim. And this guy has done a great job. Nobody, doing it. I, he's he's looking me, around. He lied. Up. Well, it reminded me of uh, what we, uh, what uh, the uh, police officer who was first on the scene at the John Benet Ramsey house uh, claimed Patsy Ramsey did. Said she was doing almost the same thing, like covering her eyes and peeking through her fingers. Yeah. Uh, so, I, yeah, I, I don't know, right. man. I mean, there's there's obviously, you know, so many people that think there's a theatrical aspect to all this. I, I don't know. It's hard to tell where things begin and where things end. And um, But all I know is you take it on its face value. This is just outrageous that these people are, are, are being, I mean, a guy, I mean, he grabbed an officer's wrist. Is there anything he did anything else? I mean, seven years for that? I mean... No, Kyle Young admits that what he did before that, you know, when he went inside the tunnel, you know, um, and his wife, I, I, matter of fact, I talked to, well, she just texted a while ago. Um, I've talked to his wife a few times. Um, she's, she's also in this video. Um, when you hear a woman talking, that's who that is. That's Kyle, uh, Kyle Young's wife, Andrea. And, uh, she gives, you know, she gives some inside, as to what it's like to have, you know, a loved one that's being prosecuted for grabbing an officer's wrist. And the reason he grabbed his wrist was to keep him from unholstering his weapon. The reason he didn't want him to unholster his weapon like everybody else, they didn't want him to shoot anybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because you never know what kind of state he was in. <laughs> right, Chris? <Yeah. laughs> you know, if, uh, if you know, you never know. They get trigger happy and they, they can get away with murder. So, you know, it, 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 when you see videos of people hightailing it down the highway and not stopping for the officer, they have they have good reason now because it seems like murder is legal now. <laughs> they shoot first yeah, and well, don't ask questions at all. Well, talk, talk about the work, work that you took because, Chris, Chris, you're working uh, uh, with uh, uh, Prisoner 6 and uh, Gary, obviously, and uh, Lisa Belanger. What what is there? What's your project like, and how's that going? Well, with the uh, well, we were working on it uh, for a little bit uh, here and there, but with the uh, you know, we kind of came into a snag because uh, uh, Lisa actually got injured for a little while there, so we wanted to put some things on hold. Yes, but uh, I heard that. I hope you're well, doing better, Lisa. Yeah. The idea, oh, absolutely. Uh, but the idea was that originally we wanted to do kind of like a loose change type thing for like January 6th, you know. But instead of like one full documentary, one fell swoop, we would put it out in installments based on what Gary was able to find. And like I, I kind of compare, I, I, I don't know if Gary uh, gets upset when I, I do this comparison, but no, yeah. it really reminds me of work of Dave McGowan with the Boston bombing footage and the, uh, you know, the photos and everything, because a lot of what Gary's pointing out is like, uh, 
you know, things like agent provocateur types and like hand signals and just the appearance of some kind of psychological operation. And that's what Dave was doing with the Boston bombing, these different characters that were, you know, getting into place or what appears to be like, uh, you know, people that are, should have supposedly died are sitting there smiling and texting, you know, thing. I don't know if you remember that Don with, with, uh, with his work, you know, before he passed away or whatever. Oh, sure. But of course. That's great. With Gary, he's, he's pointing out a lot of uh, similar things in these weird, act, you know, I, I don't want to use the word actors, but like, yeah. it seems like some of them are waiting for a cue and I don't mean queuing on, <laughs> but one guy wearing the cue shirt was waiting for a cue. So in a cute way, it kind of goes back to that. But he's kind of waiting for like a signal of some sort, and then he starts acting all like yeah. tough in front of these, these cops that show up out of nowhere, that should have been like helping that one lone you know uh, black officer from the get go, yeah. and that's the whole thing. Yeah. Like a lot of stuff I didn't, wasn't even privy to, and I thought I was privy to a lot of stuff like from the beginning, but a lot of stuff that you know kind of opened my eyes with like you know things like with the nine eleven stuff with this correlations and some of the same characters and even like the Boston bombing and things like that. And I'm just saying, I don't know what is real and what's not. I'm not claiming one way or the other, but Gary has an eye for this stuff like Dave McGowan did. Yeah. And yeah. we have a lot of stuff that works when it comes to that docu-series that six keeps talking about. And six does great work as well. John Henry, yeah. Gary, Gary is the spotlight. Yes. John you know, Henry's in the chat. Yes. He's, no, he's Gary, able Gary's to connect with Billy Ray Valentine because I know mm -hmm. Billy Ray like it was uh, it took a little while but we got there in Gramerica and things like that so Gary's getting out there like he should you know the whole epochs time epic times however you pronounce it yeah. Gary needs to be heard and I'm glad he is and I'll shut up now no you're oh, fine for talking buddy yeah, no, that's great. And Chris Buckin says, "Poor Dave McGowan. They killed him to shut him up. He was a great researcher. Lots of good. You're, you're lots of good. You're telling me, and I, my name has been coupled with him uh, many times. I think that's how Chris found out about me, maybe by, by reading Dave McGowan. And uh, you know, Dave, obviously, uh, I found out about you, Don, through Jesse Ventura because you guys were both on the same uh, when you were putting out books. It was around that time. Oh, okay. history. Yeah, same way." believe it's American conspiracies and all the things that Jesse was doing before he started getting weird with the jab stuff, you know? Yeah, I don't think Jesse's... Um, I'll go that. ahead and say something on here because I know Chris knows I'm alluding to it with Fanone, sure. you know, with sure. uh, and I've it. held off from saying anything. I won't really get into a lot of the detail because it's these kind of things that will just can destroy um, stories that I've told or that I've not told that I've found. But last year, if you would have told me anything about, and I've heard about it before, but if you would have told me anything about MK Ultra, I would have just laughed and said, oh my God, it's one of those people, one of those mm -hmm. conspiracies, whatever, you know, yeah. so I'm going to tell you, the more I dig into this stuff, the more and more this stuff comes out, that makes me think that, and I dug, I did some digging into it. Chris has helped me and he sent me some material as well, but what I've come across we did a lot Remember, and I found that thing that Bill Cooper from 2000, he found some patents. And guess what? Gary found the same patents without even knowing about what Bill Cooper found. It was awesome, Don. It was like in real time, we 
on the new Prisoner Six, like the the podcast and everything. We did the research live and we yep. correlated everything, right? Is that the right word, Gary? Like we we found the yep. stuff that you found actually went beyond what Bill did because obviously Bill they killed him in two thousand one, but that MK Ultra actual patents, government patents, Don. Gary was able to find that and beyond, and it ties all into this. Sorry, uh, Gary. No, you're fine, dude. No, it's important what you're saying because that happened live on that show that night when, when I brought it up because it was I had no idea what I had. Well, I what I had was a 75-page um, – um, oh, I don't even know what you call it, to be honest with you, but it was filed with Supreme Court. And the first, the first question – and this – keep in mind, this was 2018, and there's more and stuff – However, that goes back to 2020, just that recent, where the Supreme Court asked a question about if, uh, what was his name that did the shooting at the airport in Florida? If it was true that he was under the government, uh, like MK Ultra or whatever. Yeah, who uh, just had his trial, actually, just now. Right, Don? Yeah, it's like coming yeah. to a close. And the answer yeah. to that question was, yes, it is true that the government is doing the mind manipulation stuff. <laughs> and it's called and it's voice to skull, yeah. voice to skull. And I, like I said last year, if you would have told me all about this stuff, I would have laughed. I would have said, "Oh my God, it's another one of those people." But I'm telling you, <laughs> the, the more I've dug into this stuff, especially with the Fanon thing, th there's something there that really has to be looked into. And um, I'm not going to say it's above what I know or anything because I'm going to look for it. I'm going to dig into it even more because there's a lot that it keys back to what is Havana when our own embassy, when they had to shut it down. Cause what happened to those people there? Yeah. Um, it, it go, it goes, what I found goes back to there, you know? So you want when I say I, with J six, when it's taken me further away from J six or, or this has gone further than J six, that's what I mean by it. By everything that I've looked at has taken me full circle back to 2000, 2012, 2015 with a lot of stuff. That area, really it goes back to 2001 with 9-11. It goes back to Columbine with 99. With that, there's some MK Ultra type stuff that kind of came out with that too. And I'll tell you what ties me in right now with what the two well into this show and what Gary's talking about right now. Across the street from me is the Santa Anita Park. Yeah. That's where Sir Hansen worked yeah. and supposedly met Handler and Sir Hansen. I found. That was in the documents. And so was Nicholas Cruz. They questioned that shooting. And that's in these yeah. documents that's been filed with the Supreme Court. Well, Gary, we even found, even found footage where Nicholas Cruz is walking with a girl and not shooting at all. And you, they said that there was shooting in the distance. So I don't even know if Nicholas Cruz was shooting anything. Because yeah. he was walking with a girl that yes, the blonde, the blonde that disappeared down the memory yeah. hole sitting there. And as if she sits there, she sits there and says uh, something like, Oh, I bet you joked to him. I bet you were the shooter. Like, yes. What? So, so you're standing next to him and walking calmly, and and didn't he have like his all this uh, weaponry with him? <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's that's not even I mean, that's just like a dupe. Like, but that's how big this J six is. That's how big this J six yeah. is because it, it's allowed us to have the same information that they get, and that's through video. That's what they're using yeah. against everybody. And what they're cutting out is the truth and the important stuff. So as I look at that stuff, that's where a lot of this is, is coming up. You know, it's, it's uh, what they want hidden and they're not going to keep it hidden. Um, it'll come out. 
I guarantee yeah. you that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it, it goes back even farther. I, you know, I was uh, I was interviewed today by Robbie Robertson, not of the band, one of my favorite uh, bands of all time. <laughs> but uh, he, he's a young guy, but he's uh, he's doing he's got a new show out, and he's interviewing lots and lots of big people. He interviewed uh, Gary Aguilar, David Mantic. He's probably going to get Blakey from the HSCA. He's uh, so anyway, he's talking about the JFK assassination mostly, and he's claiming he's going to put a documentary together. He thinks he has a chance to get it on uh, Netflix. So I'm hoping I can add something to my IMDb credits. But we, we were talking and uh, he was uh, mentioning Dr. Jolly and West, one of uh, Chris's favorites, who uh, was right, you know, right in the middle, not only of the, of the CIA mind control experimentation with Dr. Gottlieb, Sidney Gottlieb back in the 50s. But also, uh, he had a connection with uh, Jack Ruby. And, you know, if you look at Jack Ruby, you know, walking into the, the Dallas police station with 70-some police officers there and somehow unable to protect Lee Harvey Oswald, but uh, there was a little tit-tit on a horn. The car horn blows right before Jack Ruby shoots. And lots and lots of people, if you've seen the movie The Manchurian Candidate, that's the way this stuff works. They need a triggering mechanism. Lots of people think that horn blowing was what triggered Ruby and woke him up. Because, you know, I, as I pointed out today in that interview, what his actions have never made any sense because he wasn't like a, a, a jihadist that you could claim was a suicide bomber because that's what he was on. Why would you go shoot somebody, have it caught on TV, and obviously you're going to go away to prison for the rest of your life. But if all, you know, all Jackie Kennedy a trial, right? Right, exactly. I mean, what, what a big-hearted guy Jack Ruby was, who got oh. his start, by the way, running, running errands as a young guy for Al Capone in uh, Chicago and was questioned in a, in a murder in 1939 in Chicago, by the way. So he goes back way. But so uh, but so I think now, that, what, you know, John, John, John West was connected to, like, uh, McVeigh and stuff, too, wasn't he? Like a whole yes, bunch yeah, of Yeah, he, he, he had a connection to a bunch of them. So clearly this, this yeah. thing, so Sirhan, Sirhan, you brought that up because he's probably the most obvious mind control yes. candidate because he he doesn't remember that's always been his defense you can hear me i'm losing connection. i can hear you can you not hear i hear a static from somewhere is that you chris i don't know yeah i know that just started okay yeah i can you know what i, I mean? can i can hear <laughs> i can yeah that's amazing i don't know I can, dr jolly and west relatives must not like what we're saying <laughs> but uh, we did that well, one, you know, but, David reported on west as well with uh with in uh program to kill like about the serial killer, he brought him up too. Yeah, let me let me because uh, that let let me try removing you and bringing you right back, Chris. Okay, see if we can get rid of that static. Hold on. Okay, Gary, I'm going to try to have him back in and see if this works. Let's see. Okay, you're back, Chris. Talk, talk okay. now. Let's see talk. if the static's on. It's worse. Let, let me remove you. I'm going to remove myself, too. Hold, hold on. Guys, I hate to keep doing this, but I have to remove myself and bring myself back because I'm hearing feedback. Okay. It, it, yeah, we know they're messing with us. <laughs> okay. Uh, do I hear? Can you hear me? I, yeah, I hear you, but again, I'm hearing that feedback. I just can see if we can bring Chris back in. <sighs> okay, Chris. All right. ah, static is there any? Jeez. They don't like I'll what we're mute. saying. John, I'll be right now. Let's see what happens, all right? Okay, okay. Okay, Chris. Okay, yeah, Chris muting is okay now. Can you can you hear me okay? 
Yeah, I can hear you. Might be something if he's got something opened up on the internet on his on the phone or something like yeah, that. Yeah, or maybe or something. maybe well, when he's got something to say, he can unmute and then we'll see. Uh, and Chris is talking about the uh, the girl in the polka dot dress and RFK says she told Serenity exactly, and that's a, the girl in the polka dot dress is key. She was clearly his handler, the way I think to some degree Ruth Payne and Georgie Morinchelt might have been Oswald's handlers, although he certainly wasn't mind controlled. It's a whole different story, but yeah, Sirhan Sirhan, that's a, that's an obvious. Uh, you know, my, and you can see what happened. And, and you know, I'm not, I'm not saying he's like you, Gary, because Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has lots of wealth, but he did f- cut himself off from his family by not only uh, uh, asking for Sirhan Sirhan to be paroled, his family hates him now, but also speaking up about vaccines. So you know, he doesn't have to worry about uh, having his home, you know, taken yeah. away or anything like that. But uh, that's um, Don. Let me ask like you: it. Have you heard of a uh, of Catterbone, Stanley Catterbone? I don't think so. No. information. Yeah, no, I, I, w- I would love that. I love to learn about that because people, you know, give me these names all the time and you're, you're, you know, it's, it's, you're really getting into this. Uh, Sam's. This Bodie's is who keeps tree. filing stuff with the Supreme court. This is, this is the, this is who I had found. This is who has that 75 page, whatever it was, it was followed. Oh yeah. I want, I want Supreme to hear about that. Also. And William that's what Day- got me when I stumbled on it, you know, I read it mm-hmm. and then I knew Immediately to send it to Chris, <laughs> you know. Well, Chris is the guy. You know, yeah. turn him William loose Hale, the land down under. William Hale, good day, mate. Good morning, Sydney, Australia. Wow. So that's pretty cool. So, uh, um, yeah, that is. Yeah, well, hope we can get Chris back in. But uh, you know, it's it's an, you know, I don't again. If you've had enough phone conversations, I have or talk about this thing that this stuff happens way too much. I don't know if they like playing games with. Uh, with people or oh there's there's lisa bellinger in the chat room good to see you lisa hope you're feeling better she is and there yeah she's there and i'm sure she's well i I knew she would be here she's she's a huge fan of yours she's she loves you she loves vince agnelli's in the chat room she loves chris graves i think she still likes me too but now we gotta stop talking about her we have to stop now so exactly (laughs) william says i need to practice your aussie accent like hey good day hey put a little strip on the bobby but um, yeah, so uh, well, hopefully Chris can get back in because we were kind of getting in other areas. But this is this is just see what he's talking about is what's going to happen, Gary. And it's already happened to you. Is that you can't when you look at these things, you can't look at it in a vacuum. It just inevitably it leads you down other paths because you see, okay, this because as much as I try to tell people the JFK assassination research community that didn't happen out of nowhere. It's not like they they got corrupt that one day and decided to kill the president of the United States, cover it up. But after that, you know, everything was pretty cool. You know, <laughs> then we trust the same people again. You know, and, the uh, things that I come across, I would have, like I said, seriously, you know, a year and a half, two years ago, I would have written it off by just not looking at it. Plain yeah, and simple. I would have just not gone do. there and looked at it because I would have thought, and I know me, I would have thought that's just a bunch of crap. You know, that's conspiracy mm-hmm. stuff. But, but as time grew with everything that I've been doing J six and seeing and hearing and everything that I've been finding. I don't write anything off, you know, I mean, it, even if, even if my own thoughts are telling me something that this could be, I don't even write that off anymore. I just push it back and just, and, and uh, I don't go after it looking for it, but I will. Um, or something else will come across that I've found that, that ties into it or something, you know, it's, I don't write off anything because my God, man, you just do not know what kind of 
technologies out there now, what's going on. And it seems far fetched maybe, but a lot of times it just might not be. And the thing to do is just not write it off and just have an open mind, which is what yeah. I've learned to do and just yeah. do research and, and read about it and look at it. And when you do normally do that, you're going to find more stuff that backs it up and it's just well, getting past our own thinking, our own brain, you know, yeah. um, to open up to those sorts of things. Well, that's what our, our real, you know, our real researchers do and real journalists do. They take the, they go where the evidence leads them. And that's what the legal system should do. But unfortunately we see what's happening yeah. now. And, and it's, uh, I just think it's, and I, I foresee because I think the best case scenario is maybe they throw the they throw the Republicans a bone and the Republicans don't complain, but uh, certainly you know this guy this guy uh, Lurch in Pennsylvania Fetterman if people these these guys that may win Gresham Whitmer in Michigan these awful people are returned back not that the people running against him certainly Dr Oz and that great but I I don't think he's quite as you know as sane as the other uh, guy is but if he let if that happens, the Republicans are bound to, especially on on based on what happened in 2020. But how much will they? How much will they be allowed to complain? Will they immediately shut that down? Will they just start? Will they throw even more people in prison? I mean, because at this point they're trying to call it election. They call us election deniers, and they're trying to make this some type of a crime. So uh, and we and obviously we're nowhere near the Capitol. Why do they keep bringing anywhere. up the election themselves? Yeah, yeah, they're the ones that keep bringing it up. Themselves, they, they want to keep that fresh in people's minds to make them think that that's all, you know, that's, that's where it started from. I mean, it, it absolutely did. It was something happened where it was stolen. There's just no, you just can't wake up the next day and see such a spike in votes like that. Oh, I'm sorry. You just can't, not for me anyways. Um, no, and I, and I, I don't be the trust biggest the whole red flag ever. And they don't yeah. even let us ask questions. We want to ask questions about it and talk about it and let's see what the deal is. They don't even, if you ask a question about it, then you're a domestic terrorist. Well, and again, know? this, and again, it's, I, I am no Republican. I don't think they're, I, I said I was a Democrat when I was young and then I've been an independent for a long time. I hated both parties. I call them Republicrats. But at this point, the Democrats, and I mean, every one of them, if you saw that letter, that letter was recently signed by 30 or 50 of the uh, Democrats who actually kind of just very gingerly, uh, asked that, hey, maybe Biden and the, can the American government, can we, uh, you know, maybe uh, attempt diplomacy to avoid World War III, to avoid nuclear war? And they were so blasted by the Democratic Party leadership uh, that the next day they all, they retracted everything. So that means basically there's not a single Democrat of all the elected Democrats in the House, in, in the House and in the Senate that uh, wants to stop World War III. So these people are insane, let alone the fact that there's not one of them that says anything against what's happening with this show trial on January 6th. And the fact that this is, I don't know what the Soviets did with their show trials, but they couldn't have been any worse than this. This yeah. is this is horrible. And, to think, and, not, and not that they're going to get fair trials anyhow. We're seeing the ones that are getting trials now. Guy, seven years for, for grabbing an officer's wrist. I mean, you know, how many, uh, what are the, the, the Black Lives Matters, I think, what do they do to police officers? <laughs> they you did, know what Fredonis is telling these guys that he gets to go on the stand and give his victim statement? When he gets uh, off the stand, he looks at the defendant and tells them, I hope you suffer. That's yeah. what he gets to say in court out loud in front yeah. of the judge and everybody, in front of parents, in front of family yeah. members. Yeah. And he gets to say these things when what it boils down to is he's a flat out liar. 
plain and simple. Yeah. His story is not true, 100%. And I, I would challenge anyone to go on camera with me live and debate me on it. And I've done mm -hmm. that. I've tried to get the J6 committee to subpoena me. And they won't, oh. they won't have people like me come there because oh, yeah. I'll show, I'll want to show them the video that they're not showing. Well, Gary, in the, in the past, and that, that's why this is so troubling is that, you know, as bad as Congress, Congress has always been bad, but even as recently as the nineties, I remember uh, when you had, uh, you had hearings on Ruby Ridge, you had hearings on Waco. And uh, I think, I think it was Ruby Ridge and Waco. You and a, uh, and you had, and you also had uh, hearings on uh, the POWMIA cover-up, which has been going on for decades as well. And even though all those committees were run by horrible people and most of the members were bad, at the time, again, the Republicans and their minority, but you had some of the Republican members were asking pertinent questions. And you had some witnesses, like you had the POWMIA activist family members that were on there. Uh, in Waco, you had a few. So you, if you had been around back then doing this, they might very well have called you as a witness. So if the J6 commission had been like those commissions, then you would have had Jim Jordan and maybe Marjorie Taylor Greene, Tim Gates. You would have had a few members like that. And they would have been looking for people like you. And uh, so you, you, you're right. They could have, but because this thing is so rigged, there's not a single member that even asks the questions us at all. They haven't done anything to get to the bottom of why J6 happened or who created what happened on J6. All it is, is pointing towards one person and that's Trump. That doesn't mean I'm yeah. for Trump or anything right. like that because I've already gotten two, two threats. Uh, I'm surprised it took this long, but when I get to, when I got the two threats that I did it, I don't want to say it doesn't concern me. It does, but what it does is it pisses me off and it mm -hmm. makes me want to push even harder. Because that tells me I'm, I'm on to the truth. I know the truth. I know what's going on and they don't want it said. And they're not, the J6 committee is not doing anything other than creating um, stories through manipulated video that they're putting out to target Trump. And yeah. especially when you, when you have on Twitter or wherever, you know, where they people comment on my, my stuff, you know, it's, you know, you're just, you know, you're orange daddy or, He's your dad or something like that. He's like, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. my daddy. You know, I got one dad and that's God. And, and yeah. Trump, I, this is not why I'm doing it. It's not for Trump. This is for the American people. The ones that are against us even, because don't think for one second that they're not going to come after you. They're going to probably come after you first. Cause you're so gullible about the whole thing. Um, yeah. Those of us that know, know what's going on. No, exactly. And, uh, you know, it, that's why it doesn't matter if this is way bigger than Trump. It's really, I mean, he, he's the figurehead for it, but, uh, this, this is just, it's, it's wrong because there was every, what it, what it does is because of this absurd thing about the Capitol and claiming as an insurrection, it diminishes any of the incredible valid evidence that you had of fraud that the, the ballots uh, arriving in the middle of the night, shadowy things like that uh the yeah. the, un, the the pennsylvania at the last minute changing uh the way mail-in ballots have always been where they've always had to be dated they always had to be verified and signatures yeah. now you don't have to and the pennsylvania recently again pennsylvania is just beautiful that fetterman is probably perfect for pennsylvania but uh this the the pennsylvania legislature just said hey we're not gonna we're not gonna pay any attention to it, but this, the, the supreme court and 
it's, it's not that they're it's already good. starting. It's already yeah, it's starting. already starting. This is the Supreme Court is bad. Things are so bad. They're probably the biggest ally we have. That Supreme Court as as bad as it is, it's it's a possibility they can make a good decision. And uh, they did decide that uh, that these you that the mail in ballots have to be dated. Of course, otherwise you yeah. can claim they came in any. You okay? We're we're missing some ballots. Oh, look what happened. 500,000 ballots just arrived. And of course, they're all undated, but we're going to all assume that they were actually sent before the election. You can't have that. And so, of course, the Supreme Court rightfully said that. So what happens? Pennsylvania says, we're not paying attention to that. We're not going to abide by that. So you can't have it. And you know what we don't need a way to track it. No, no. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Same thing. Same thing. They want they've convinced the, the, uh, you know, half of America that to demand uh, uh, an ID, a voter ID, is racist. And again, how you know how uh, demeaning that is to blacks. Yeah. So black black people don't have IDs in 2022. Really? Where, then where why do we have to have ID to go get beer or alcohol? Ex- exactly. How, I mean, how do God. they how how do they get any business? How do they do anything? How do you live your life without an ID? That's even if you don't. How do you drive, like me you to jump to... behind the you know? in the cockpit of an airplane and say, we ready to take off. <laughs> You're like, yes. I don't need a license for it. No, here we go. Exactly. But that's, so that's, I mean, this is, so this is all, all of this. The, the, the reason why those people were, were, were compelled, why Ashley Babbitt, you know, comes all the way across country from San Diego and gets killed in the process um, by a police officer that is, uh, should have already lost uh, his job, but he been with leaving a loaded gun in the Capitol uh, restroom. Yeah. But not punished at all, nothing. So, and Ash and, and uh, Roseanne Boylan is beaten to death by another officer. Again, not, not punished, not even known about till you discovered it. The reason all this happened is because people were asking these questions. Wait, well, they saw everything that was going on. Fox News did actually a really good job at first because they were so, you know, so biased towards the Republicans. So they, they had a vested interest, but they did a good job until they backed off and then they stopped talking about it. But for a while, they were taught you had over a thousand sworn affidavits from people unconnected to each other all across the country, the poll workers, people that worked at post offices, things like that, who saw these very, you know, these incredible shenanigans going on, heard things. And we can't they, let this go quiet because you can no. see it happening already. Newsmax and Fox, they're gradually it's going downhill of them talking about J6. Yes. And what I heard was that Newsmax is not talking about it much no more because they feel like it's hurting the Republicans. And I say, (laughs) screw the Republicans if it's hurting them. They're the ones that need to be speaking up instead of feeling like it's hurting them because why stop talking about this? That's what what people want us to do. They want us to stop talking about it so they can get on with their lives and get on with their manipulation and their greed. Uh, Right. You want the Dr. Oz type of... No, and that's great. I mean, you don't want the Dr. Oz type Republicans or the, uh, the obviously the Liz Cheney types. That these are people that are not concerned in the least with something like vote fraud. And uh, but yeah. you can't. There, there's at this point, there's no reason for anybody to trust uh, the electoral process, especially after the last time. And that's why I was trying to say to Clay Clark before we got it. You know why? At this point, why are Republicans even excited about maybe taking back the House because no changes have been made. Nothing. I hope Clay Clark watches this segment because Clay Clark needs to have me out there. I've had the opportunity probably yeah. to go out there before, and I've got some friends that are always on there. Yeah. But even if he doesn't, he needs to play a segment like this in front of everybody, let them hear what's going on, because even with what he's doing, this needs to be talked about more. 
Yeah, no, and, and, uh, and I hope you I, – I was uh, hearkened by the fact he's had uh, – because I know some people didn't like that I had him on because he is, you know, kind of a – Christian Zionist, as was pointed out in the chat room. But, uh, you know, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. spoke – and G. Everett Griffin, man, that's big. I mean, that's – you know, he's he's as real as it gets. He's been on this show, and uh, that's fantastic. You know, the guy that's a, probably the foremost expert on the – so, uh, has Lisa said anything about it yet? <laughs> she just popped into my mind with talking about him. Let's see. I'm trying to see if she, uh, what Lisa's talking about. Look at the monitor in the chat room. But, uh, stuff, yeah. yeah, let's see. Oh, yeah. She, uh, let's see. I'm trying to see. Uh, okay. It's hard for me to keep up with them. Okay. Where, where's Lisa? Generally, so, whatever uh, the chat Lisa says, it comes out being the truth, too. So. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, no. Lisa, the chat is usually they're talking about self-driving cars. A lot of times they're just talking about uh, not yeah. the same things that I'm talking about. Yeah. They're, they're kind of having their own conversation. I saw Lisa in there earlier. See if I can, there's so many comments, it's hard to find it. I'm trying to see if I can. Uh, oh, here it is. Well, she's just hashtag truth warrior, Lisa says. So I, I'm sure that's you. You are yeah. the truth warrior. Yeah. And um, we she's, are, yeah, she's not talking <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Oh, and you know, I and I wouldn't have known about you if it hadn't been for Lisa. Lisa's the one that pointed out your work, and she's she's been very good about uh, you know, finding people. Like, you know what? Uh, and that's you. that's my fault for laying low uh, and doing what I was doing, and then just and then hoping people would get it out when I would send it out. You know, and that's you know, I was on uh, with Billy Ray Valentine the other day. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, I was on with uh, Alpha Warrior. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, in Alpha War even came out talking about how how has he gone this long without hearing about me or the work that I've done. And, um, you know, that opened my eyes a little bit more about not that I'm important or anything like that, but how I need to be louder and get this stuff out. So um, that's yeah. that's what I want to be able to do is just get more of this out to the people and let them make their own decision. I'm not going to make a decision for them. I'm not going to try to put something out there and tell them what they're seeing or anything like that. I'm going to show everything and let them make the choice of what they're going to believe or not believe. Um, right. That's all we can do. No, that's all we can do. D Doug Waters makes a good point to be fair. There's a massive history of voter intimidation and disenfranchisement involving blacks. Well, sure there was, but I think that's, you know, many decades ago, he agrees in 2022, there has to be identification because there's just, you know, you have the, the, the notion is that because without identification, it opens the door. The only way, way the dead and people acknowledge that. Oh, yeah, the dead vote. Well, I mean, what kind of honest system under any honest system could dead people vote? Well, yeah. our system allows it because of people like that. Well, because you don't have an ID because you can. And they've caught people undercover doing it before. They're going in there. They can, uh, you know. Uh, my mother-in-law died before the last election, but uh, she may very well have voted Democrat for the first time in her life, you know, because that's that's what happens. And uh, people should be concerned about that. But instead, they just throw the racist thing out there and and people shut up. But we should it should be an open, honest system. And uh, I like the idea. Again, some of these third world countries do it better than we do. I think it yeah. was uh, Venezuela or one of them that we would make fun of. They uh, they have just a simple idea where you go in and you just um, I think you you put your, your they they put, you put your thumb on an ink pad. It's like when you go or maybe they stamp your hand. You're know, like you used to do in the days of bars and concerts. So they know you're paid once you get in. Right. So uh, that's I think that's a great idea because that would stop anybody from voting more than once. I right? do, too. Yeah, so, they can but, run those prints. 
Yeah, and 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 but you know, again, third world country. I mean, all you got to do is okay. He's he's already got, he's already been here. I can tell by his uh, thumb or his hand or his uh, palm or whatever his hand does. Uh, been stamped just like again. Yeah. If you if you try to go back in the bar, I've been in. Well, let me see your stamp. No, okay. Well, no, sorry, buddy. Obviously, you you didn't pay yet. So and it has I mean, nothing to do with racism about anything no. at all. I mean, my God, it has no, nothing but, to do. But but they make it that, and they yes. put their spin on it. Make. And these people that believe it just, I don't know. There's just yeah. no, I just, there's no answer for, for, for that no. stupidity. I'm sorry. That's no. And that's, that's exactly, I guess, well, I guess we're not going to get Chris back. Chris decide uh, either he was taken over by somebody in Hollywood uh, or uh, he's, uh, he's uh, he's, I can get some toilet paper to help out some people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Chris, I know he's you're out there helping the homeless at, uh, at, yeah, I guess that must be a site. And I, 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 that's why I'm glad I'm nowhere near any of those cities. Cause I mean, that's, oh, here you, oh, yeah, you must have heard us. He's back now. Okay. Hold on. Oh, there you go. Chris, are you, you're back. Yeah, I'm very blessed yeah, I'm very with uh, technology. I got a throwaway Walmart phone because my Acer laptop finally died. Looking for a place to therapy. Well, nothing but the best. Nothing but the best technology here in America, Chris. Uh, we, as I wrote about in uh, Survival of the Richest, I think we, I, I don't know where we rank in the internet quality around the world, but it's not very high. So uh, maybe you can go to the Dominican Republic and get a better connection. But, uh, we'll find in some locations. Yeah. But we have you here. So what What? What did you want to add? Do you have any questions for Gary? Anything you want to talk to Gary about? Yeah, Gary, what uh, what's the latest bombshell that you uh, found last night? Because Gary finds like twenty four thousand things more than I even do, uh, especially with that footage. Well, it's just like I was telling Don when you went out to hand out toilet paper. Um, <laughs> that uh, you know, like whenever I find something that I used to think was crazy or whatever, I just hand it off to you and say, "What is this?" You know, dig it up. You know, that's what, you know, that's you know, what make, that's why we make such a great team with all of us with six, Lisa, myself, Chris, you, Don, is that we get to bring our own, our own, you know, whatever it is to a group. And, and we all get a look at it as a team, not just as an individual. And we all get to debate it and talk about it because there's things that I get into that I see that I have no clue about. And what's going to save me time is to put it and give it to somebody else that knows about it and fill me in and to teach me and give me knowledge about it. And I'm, and, and then I'll go and I'll look at it and I'll read about it and know where to go. And so um, J6 committee, they're a team, but they're a team not doing anything. Um, you know, you had, a, if you had a round table of people that know a lot about J6 and other things, it would be a whole lot different story, a whole lot of different circumstances we'd be coming out of it than what's going on now. Yeah, no, it's, it's, and uh, I, I appreciate what you're doing, and Chris, uh, can you tell us a little more what what what, do you, what areas are you working on in helping uh, Six and and Lisa and uh, Gary? Well, I'm actually digging more into that uh, Christopher Stanton Georgia character, he, who happened to be from Georgia. His last name actually is Georgia. Um, <laughs> yeah, he got a job in the chest. Uh, and apparently he was only going to face like a misdemeanor, so that makes no sense at all. And his uh, his wife has some interesting things after the fact. 
about uh, warning people from go going to certain rallies and things in the future, like after that happened. So I, I'm trying to make connections with her. Also, there's some weirdness about, um, you know, the button, the panic button being uh, taken out of the different, you know, the different capital uh, offices and things like that that still have yet to be addressed, like what that was all about. And there was a French financier uh, that transferred like thousands of dollars in Bitcoin to a lot of these organizations that supposedly were a part of the January 6th. And he ends up killing himself like shortly thereafter. Um, no one has really touched upon that. And also, the thing that might interest you, uh, Don, there was a uh, original sergeant at arms uh, for the capital security. He was supposed to sergeant of arms? Yeah, sergeant of arms. He was supposed to testify. And then oh, yes. he dies before he was supposed to uh, go before the January 6th committee. He also had said that a part of his testimony was going to help it was agent provocateurs were involved in his inside job. And it just reminded me of the House Select Committee in 1978. All these, these character witnesses like George DeMorenshield just end up getting hours or days before they're supposed to testify. It just has shades of that. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, That that's very interesting. And I'm definitely going to you know, I'm compiling all that stuff for Hidden History 4 when I turn to it. I'm, I'm trying to, uh, you know, uh, tighten up and finish the, the Pandemic book and then uh, working on the Beatles book, too. So I got, I got still waiting to hear about Hidden History 3. Sure. Sure. Like, um, the, the black officer, right? The African-American officer that uh, Gary pointed out that became like the hero and everything in the beginning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He reminds me of... Uh, Hazo, Jesus Campos, the hero security guard from Vegas, the Vegas shooting, okay, and also yeah, right. bombing the Carlos, the, the individual that had uh, yes. Jeff Bowman. Cowboy Carlos. Cowboy Carlos, yeah. yeah. Cowboy Carlos. There's all these hero figures that they prop after all these uh, events, it seems like. And it just reminds me of like they're like and things like that. They're propping people up with the January sixth thing, where they're on video, either peeking or pretending to be hurt, or maybe they were, but they're not as hurt as maybe they allegedly. Just to protect myself because I don't million dollars in a court of law. Um, yeah, it's just weird how these heroes are propped up, and then there a lot of the circumstances behind them are forgotten. And that's I got to give kudos to Gary again uh, for pointing things like that out in like the docu cast at six and John Henry and Gary Leeds and myself. The loose change, as it were, um, for like January sixth. A lot of that will be coming out, and like what Gary's been showing in your article with Gary was great. Um, just getting him exposure and everything, and I'll shut. Up. <laughs> no, you're good. Yeah, that's great. But you, but you, you bring up the Hispanic heroes, and there, there another one, maybe the first one, was the the really big guy. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure. I don't want to say, but I think he might have been gay for extra bonus points. I'm not sure, but he he, uh, he was supposedly the aide to uh, to Gabby Giffords. If you remember, and he was credited like with somehow saving her life. And, and the video shows he was never, he never did anything except just kind of walk alongside there. So uh, there's the there's, hero. There's, 
black guy that was saving the uh, woman with her uh, her that the uh, husband the, uh, the, 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 the coward the coward that left his baby in the aisle and and abandons his, his and and they in Aurora, the Aurora Batman shooting, there was a guy who took off in his car down the street, and he was like, oh, they can fight themselves. He comes back, and later on, he proposes to his, his fiance. Yes, at the, yes. After and leaving his said, yes. <laughs> and she couldn't help but say yes. But, <laughs> but naturally, as if Hollywood had written itself, there was a strapping young black man right behind them that jumped out and saved the day and was there as the stupid white cock or whatever he was, he sits there grinning and, and he's being humiliated on national TV. You guys are coward. And I'm sure everybody in the audience is saying, honey, what are you doing? What do you mean? You're saying you married him. He, he left you both there to die, including your, I mean, to me, that's why people think these things. His son, I think, and left the theater. Yes, yes. And then he went to go get coffee or something and a, a slice of pizza, and then he decided to go back after Gary. Oh, yeah. Gary well, the sister's still alive. alive. Yeah. 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 Well, sorry. <coughs> Chris, you're going to do this inside thing. I love you, honey. I'm out of here. You call me if you need a ride later from the hospital. <laughs> I'm going to ask her to marry me tomorrow, though, and you're going to say yes, naturally, after that performance. How could you not? You know, but, uh, oh I don't know, Gary, how much you know about these other things, but, man, they're, those kind of things are everywhere. You know, my, like I said earlier, I haven't talked to my dad in such a long time, you know, five, six plus years or whatever. And when I, when he contacted me today and we talked and um, he's been following me since February of this year, he's been following what I'm doing. And so that's great doing what, you know, contacting me and stuff was really cool. And he, he, he would bring up, you know, his thoughts of certain things that I'm doing and bringing up his past from the sixties and seventies, uh, what he remembers. And he brought up a comment. He stated a comment that is uh, important to me without even him knowing it was that um, the truth always comes out when it's too late, four, five, 10 years down the road always comes out and we can't wait one year another year we can't wait for sure three four five ten years down the road and, and he brought up in the 60s with uh president johnson and Lady Bird with the vietnam war how they were talking about they were invested in uh, a weaponry company that was making the weapons and the the truth didn't come out until 10 years later that that was true what they were doing you know and so when he told me and that too, right Gary yeah. and Don, Right. Just, it, it, those are the things we can't yeah. wait to come out 10 years down the road. You yeah. know, like we like we heard with the with the Russia gate and all that stuff. You know, it's too late when it comes out. No, we, yeah, we have to know. do we, we have to do that. And we, William Hale from our from down under from Sydney, Australia, makes a great point on the screen there. In a free society, you defeat an idea with a better idea. You debate and have civil discourse, and the ad hominem attacks are punished. But we didn't have blanket censorship. And he's exact. And I I keep stressing this. If we had a free society, somebody like Gary McBride uh, would have a chance to debate the other side, which is basically has nothing but lies on their side. So there would be no debate because there is no answer for the truth. And but because the marketplace is rigged, it's just like it, it if would I'm, have to be live and televised. That's how yes, I do it. I want yeah, it live and televised. Right. That's and, how confident I am in knowing what I know. Sure. And, and, and with a free competition, it's it's just like. You're a much better um, 
I don't know, golfer or something. You're, you're better at something in some kind of event, but they're not letting you play. Or they, when they do, they make you hit from the men's tees and everybody else gets to hit from the women's tees and uh, you're penalized. To, you, know, you, you have to play with a handicap every hole. That's basically what people like us have to do. We're not allowed yeah. to compete because they know if we competed against these people, there is no comp- that people would go for what we're saying because we're telling the truth. Yeah, but John, they would just uh, preempt it with a, uh, a press conference over nothing from George W. Bush during the view when Rosie O'Donnell was going to have 9 11 Yeah, Chris, I hate this because you're making so many great points, but your connection, God, it was buzzing again. <laughs> it's terrible. I, all right, I'll shut up. The try, mute, try, mute, try muting, try muting, because like, you're, you're saying such great stuff, but it's. I don't know. It's all. No, you hear that though. If Jerry was allowed, if, if Jerry was allowed to debate, it would probably be preempted with like a George W. Bush like type press conference, like uh, when he uh, preempted the view with Rosie O'Donnell with the 9/11. That's true. That's true. Chris brings that up all the time. Rosie, Rosie O'Donnell, who, regardless of everything else about her, she's messed up as can be on all issues, but for whatever reason, she was a 9/11 truther for a while. God only knows why. And she was going to talk about it on The View of all shows because she was on that show. And as Chris pointed out, George W. Bush decides that day to hold a ridiculous press conference in the Rose Garden about nothing. I mean, there was no reason for it at all. You know? huh. And, uh, and uh, that's the kind of thing that we have. You know, when we, when we get a chance, maybe in that case, Rosie O'Donnell was, had, had an in. She was, you know, they're looking at her. Okay, well, gotcha. Okay. Woke agenda check, you know, she's on, but just somehow she's talking about 9 11 and they don't know what to do with that. So they, they ended up, uh, one way or another, they stifled debate. And it's it's a shame because uh, somebody like you, you should be testifying before the J6 committee. You should at least have some kind of chance to. Uh, they don't even that. invite the family members of those that were killed that day to come no. in and talk. There's, they don't give no, them you, an opportunity to talk, but they will parade, parade four officers in there that yeah. gave their testimony, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, you know, it's just, and they continue to parade them in there. Um, it's just such a show, such a show. Well, if this had been like any other, uh, every, any, every other um, hearing in the history of Congress, like it'd been a Waco and POWMIA, uh, a Ruby Ridge, whatever. Yeah. They Republicans in this case would have called if they had people like Jim Jordan on there, they probably they might have called you. They certainly might have they would have called Ashley Bass, Mom, Mickey, probably. Uh they would have called witnesses like that and just to try to get a little they probably they might not have gone to you, but they maybe would have called somebody from the Epic Times or some somebody like that that had kind of covered it relatively in the, you know in an unbiased way. And uh but you don't get, they better get because, it right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, and uh, Doug Waters make a lot of points. Yeah. Mrs. Payne says we're working for Bell. Yeah. I'd still, I'd still like to talk to Ruth Payne. My my friend Bob Wilson actually called Ruth Payne. Doug, she's still alive, and she answered the phone. She didn't talk to him for very long, but uh, I don't think she'd talk to me for very long either. But uh, so Lee Harvey Oswald's whatever she was connected to him is still alive. So. Uh, it's it maybe 60 years, but there's still some people alive there. So, and the time we have left, the five minutes that I talk, talk a little bit, what, what are your, what are your plans? Where, where are you going to go next with this? Again, you want, you want to put this stuff together. I guess you, you, you and six and uh, John 149 and, uh, and, and Chris and Lisa 
you guys, you the, the idea is to put together a documentary, right? Yeah. Or some kind of it's, film? it's what got me started on this, all on this. Um, it's, um, I call it at the end because of a statement made. Um, but it's it has to deal with everything from the Eugene Goodman incident where he was chased up the stairs because that's where I that's what caught my eye. There's two things that caught my eye. We go over that in the documentary and it has to be done in this way. It's like three parts because it's it's about 37 minutes of video evidence and it it does show um, how this break in was allowed the first break in um, it's coordinated, it's planned. There's just all the time sequence, all the stuff that comes into play with it. There's no way I've, I've shown it to a few people all the way through. And it usually takes two to two and a half hours to get through a 37 minute video because of having to, I want people to ask questions and that's what happens. I don't go into detail on everything that I know in there. I leave things out basically to keep ammo in my back pocket because I know what's going to come, you know, with questions or trying to discredit anything that I'm saying. So I leave certain things out. And what I mean by that, there's no video left out things that I've found in the video. I leave out. um, It's not that big of a deal, but it is uh, for instance, somebody holding a little microphone going to their hand. Um, I don't bring that up, but that gives you a hint to look for it, you know, when they're going up the steps so it's just there's so much in that that I've got when I first started that it has to be broken out and then just talked about each segment. Uh, so people well, can, t- well t- Tony's here for the last few minutes. Tony, Tony, oh, yeah. how, how'd you enjoy the show? Did it sound did it sound that bad, Tony, or what? <laughs> no, it sounded great. I mean, there's a few two glitches that happens on streaming sometimes, especially you add multiple guests. There's almost no way to avoid it. Um, but I was watching you and I was, I was trying to put you in and out of the stream and see if it would fix the connect (laughs) problem, but sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't, but it was a good show, Don. It's solid. And you got a lot of, no, it was good. Yeah. And I, I'm looking at, uh, Lisa said, Chris needs to get out of California. And she also says, tell Gary, we need J six courts transcripts. So there you go, Gary. But, uh, any questions for Gary? (laughs) Huh? No, I don't have any questions. Yeah, they're waiting. They're waiting on me, you know, and it's that sucks. You know, I hate them waiting on me, but man, Who, who's waiting on you? Who's oh, oh the transcripts? Uh, Chris, oh, yeah, just, I yeah. Well, I, I don't. Because we got to get this out. Ready. We have to get this out. It, it it's important yeah. to get out. And 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 what I've got coming out next is, um, you know, it's bigger than the Fanon story. It has to deal with J six, but there's, um, there's bigger stuff to come out. It has to be coming. I mean, it has to be brought out. Um, and the only way to do it, you know, and I've had it for a while and it's not that I'm holding on to it for any special reason. It's just that I had no platform to, to put it out on. It would have, you know, it would have disappeared or whatever, you know? So it's important for everybody to see. And like I said, it's not anything that I'm, you know, it's not what I'm going to show you. Like I say, I'm not going to show you what I want you to see. I'm just going to show you what they don't want you to see. And that's exactly what it is. It's the footage that, that, they're keeping from us and it'll show it so and then i got that last video if you watch it you watch that last video that i put out yes yes there's the j6 story something or whatever it's like 27 minutes watch it from beginning to end and um that's what it's there for people can make their own decisions up after that what it what it means 
but there's too much Doug in Wa it. Doug Waters is Thank wishing you, Doug. the best of luck with your housing. Yeah, I mean, and we I'm certainly, good. we certainly do, Gary. And uh, you know, like I said, you're 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 really you you might have been dangerous before to them, but that you're really dangerous now because uh, you know when, when you lose everything, like I said, you got nothing to lose, and and so there's uh, you're, you're, there's no reason for you to not tell the truth at this point because they've taken a lot from you, and uh, I just hope that you can. I uh, can persevere and I certainly appreciate your work and I hope you guys can get that done. You, you're working with some good people there. And uh, so tell them I'm the on the edge of the cliff, my back against the wall and I've got nowhere to run. That's, that's the worst part you can get from me because <laughs> it's, sure. I mean, that's just like even in business. I know, I know something good is fixing to happen when, when I don't have nowhere to go and my back's against the wall, there's only one way out or one way down and I'm never going to go down. Well, you got lots, lots of people rooting for you. Every, you know, and you have a lot of support out there. We appreciate what you do. Tell the people um, where they can find you again, how to contribute to you. And I, I would urge everyone to try to contribute to Gary so he can keep up the great work and uh, you know can be able to well, do hopefully it. Hopefully, some uh, people contributed to this show today for you because uh, if it wasn't for people like you, Don, we wouldn't have any place to go to, you know. And so, because I came on this show, it's opened me up, opened opportunities up for me to go on more shows. And like I told you before, if you ever need a spot to feel, I'll always be here for you to, to feel that. Well, spot. I, I appreciate you. And I know I didn't give you much notice because I had a last minute cancellation, which happened. That's what's nice when you don't have a boss. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, that's, right. that's why I can't work for nobody else, because I was not, you know, I had my own business for so long. I can't imagine me going to work for somebody and having to do it. Yeah, up well, I, 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 I was never good at it. it. I was you know, never good at it. Believe me, I would definitely wouldn't be good at it now. So tell, give, give out your website again yeah. and how people can contribute it, to you. And you can just yeah. go to my website. It's m5newsgate.com. M, the number five, newsgate.com. And there you'll find my Give Sin Go account where you can donate and help or pray. It doesn't matter what you do. But most of all, share. That's the biggest thing. We need people to share information to share the videos share people's gifts and go you know it doesn't matter if you put in a dollar that people think that that's all i can do i'm sorry or i can't do anything i'm sorry that doesn't matter just pray or share that's really important and Absolutely. they can find all that on my website my rumble account my youtube um it's easier for me to just say go to my website and put it all on there because i like i said i can't remember all the usernames or whatever I'm supposed to, because I'm new at this also, as far as having to, you know, learning how all this works with podcasts and all that. Well, so I'm well, trying to get better myself. Please, please support Gary McBride. You're doing great work. I really appreciate you coming on. It's always a pleasure to talk with you. Great admirer of your work. Thanks to Chris Graves and thanks to uh, Clay Clark. Thank appreciate you, Tony, thanks also. to everyone. Yes. Thanks to Tony. Of course, always thanks everybody yeah. for listening to I protest. We'll see you next week. Same time, same bat channel. All right.